Do you have a home that you don't want anymore? We can buy it from you within 24 hours, any home, size, or condition. For over 20 years, we've been buying homes for cash and helping homeowners sell their homes immediately with no listings or strangers walking through your home. Are you moving? Did you lose your job? Going through a divorce? Whatever the reason, if you're in a bind and you know that you need to sell your house fast, call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. We'll make you a serious cash offer to buy your home in 24 hours and let you walk away from it. No listing, no waiting. Sell any home, any size, any condition now. Call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. Make this free call now. 800-306-1760. You got it's Rick Tittle. All right, it is time for another live edition of Titillating Sports. Two for Tuesday, what you get, what you got. Come on in and get back. This is what we do. We talk sports at Sports Byline. Have been since the 80s and uh, in my customary time slot here, 9 to noon Pacific time, noon to 3 on the uh, East Coast. And uh, let's see, it would be 3, carry the 1, minus 3, plus 4. It would be... 5 p.m. in England. Roman Mouse of Star, you're listening. Rick Tittle. Hey, he's quite a good bloke, that one. All right, football, all that stuff. <laughs> I started to say the whole riff. Let's just keep it. We'll do an entire show just on football. Now, we'll talk about it <clears throat> at 1 800 878 play. 1 800 878 7529. Get it in, get it heard, wherever you might happen to be listening, coast to coast, border to border. Around the world on American Forces. How did my team do last night? Uh, they didn't show up in the first half, and then they really showed up in the third quarter, and then in the fourth quarter they went away. So my football team is now three and one. How's yours doing? And you know what? We'll talk in the third hour with Liz Loza and Minty Betts, and uh, they are from Yahoo Sports. We'll talk about uh, fantasy football. I'm a little bit scared about the return of Sidney Friedman. He's asked me to have a deck of cards. One has been handed to me, and so he's going to do some sort of mentalist crap. Last time in a song, a list of 100 songs, he said, pick one, and he knew I picked Sweet Caroline. And then he said, think of a country, uh, and he said, uh, Denmark is what you're thinking of. And so uh, I'm mad that it actually worked, because I like to think of that stuff as mumbo jump. Because Kreskin, I love Kreskin. He's always wrong on Letterman, on my show, but I love Kreskin. Rick, he's not always wrong. Well, he seems like he's always wrong. This guy, Cindy Friedman, it's pretty crazy. And then we have uh, director Andres Abronaman for his film, The Universality of It All. And we'll have The Universality of It All in Sports Talk as well. We got three hours. Come on back.
If you've got a small business, you know there's nothing more valuable than your time. So why waste it at the post office? Stamps.com makes it easy to mail and ship right from your computer. No special equipment required. Whether you're in office sending invoices, a side hustle Etsy shop, or a full-blown warehouse shipping out orders, Stamps.com will make your life easier. You'll even get exclusive discounts on postage and shipping from USPS and UPS. And their new rate advisor tool lets you compare shipping rates across carriers so you always find the best option. Save time and money with Stamps.com. There's no risk, and when you go to Stamps.com and use offer code FOCUS, you'll receive a four-week free trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com. Click on the microphone at the top and enter code FOCUS. That's Stamps.com, promo code FOCUS. Stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. Hey, listen up. Before the weather changes, get new windows in your home and save possibly hundreds on your energy bill. Call the Window Replacement Hotline right now and take advantage of their special savings event. Get your leaky, drafty windows replaced with energy-efficient, beautiful, virtually maintenance-free windows at this year's rock-bottom prices. Our prices are so low, we don't want to scare the competition. The only way to hear about our window savings is to call. Yes, you must call our special toll-free number for the best window replacement prices in town. Get your new windows, patio doors, and more from the Window Replacement Hotline. Get ready for the change in weather. Save on your energy bills. Call right now for tremendous prices on new windows and beautify your home. Call the Window Replacement Hotline now. 800-685-2080. 800-685-2080. That's 800-685-2080. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a key, so handsome, he's a genius. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you. How you doing? I said, how you doing there? Hey. Hey, what are you doing? Sorry. Got a little carried away. Um, <clears throat> I always get a little bit extra Joey when I'm uh, doing the, uh, whenever I'm like in, overseas 
Like, what? I, I don't know. I just felt like, hey, how you doing? Uh, even though I don't talk that way normally, <clears throat> I do get a little extra joy from friends. And I, I didn't watch a lot of that show. I didn't really care for that show. Rick, how could you? <coughs> not a <laughs> not a big, 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 big fan. But anyway, um, something I want to start off with <clears throat> that has to do with uh, an NBA, for me, a disappointment on a on a level that I'm I sort of surprised myself. Now, what does that mean? Well, if you didn't uh, hear about uh, in the NBA, of course, if you are unvaxxed, you are not allowed to play home games if your team plays for the Warriors, the Knicks, or the Nets, because San Francisco and New York have that policy, even though they have a ridiculous policy, whether if you come as a visiting player, there's something about how uh, you would (laughs) have, uh, you know, 24 hours where you don't have to be vaxxed. I don't really know how that stuff works. But Andrew Wiggins of the Warriors was um, under a lot of pressure to get vaccinated. And uh, he had his reasons. He had had a reaction to Tylenol. He carried around an EpiPen. And he basically was sort of um, more or less anti-putting things in his body, which is completely his choice. Now, once again, I'm a Warrior fan. I wanted him to get vaxxed because the Warriors need him. The Warriors have missed the playoffs two years in a row after being in the NBA Finals. They had two chances to play into the Finals last year. They lost both to the Lakers and to Memphis. It was very disappointing, especially as they basically had that Laker game won at one point and they collapsed. But they need Wiggins, and Wiggins was looking at missing out on about $350,000 per game if he didn't play. But... He was uh, he faced a lot of scrutiny from not just, uh, you know, uh, his teammates said they supported him no matter what. But deep down, they're like, come on, man. And then you have the media on on the, the, the back and saying, well, you know, what a selfish idiot. He's just going to get everybody sick. He only cares about himself. Doesn't he know there's a pandemic? When Draymond said, hey, why is everyone pushing him? And you say, oh, 700,000 Americans have died from this pandemic. That you're an idiot. What are you doing? You're so selfish. You're so dumb. Uh, then some people say it's political. You know, what are you, MAGA? Oh, you know, and, and you're, you're a Trumpite. None of that. He just didn't have a lot of faith. And remember, most vaccines are 10, 15 years of research. I got vaxxed. I have no idea what this vaccine is going to do to me in the future and what it's designed for and how it could morph and what could it attack next and what is on what is on the lookout for next. This was as rushed as it's ever been. So I have to put my faith in people like the WHO and the CDC and people like Fauci and the former Surgeon General who was on my show, who was an admiral. <laughs> and... <clears throat> I put my faith in them, right? Because what's known, the pandemic is known. What's unknown, the vaccine. All right, well, we know that's bad, so let's go with the thing that might be. I'll go with the thing that might be bad instead of the thing that is definitely bad. And that's just basically the choice when it comes down to it. 
And regardless of whatever research has put into the vaccine, <clears throat> no one on this planet knows what it's going to do um, in five, ten years. You know, maybe it'll just be on the lookout for coronatype viruses, SARS and all that. Maybe it'll just do that. Uh, now they want you to get boosters. So, as I said, everybody is risking it. So I, <clears throat> I got vaxxed. I'm glad, as a Warrior fan, that Wiggins is vaxxed so he can play. But I feel really bad, really bad that he got forced into it. And I didn't think I would. Because if you look at everything that's been said about him, about how, I remember, just ignoring his health consequences. And when I saw that headline, ignoring health consequences, I'm like, that's the antithesis. He was trying to be proactive in his health consequences because he didn't trust the vaccine. And I don't like calling somebody stupid if they don't trust it. I've said before on the air, if you if you don't care one way or another, just get vaxxed. I've said that a million times. If you're just a lazy ass or you need uh, a $100 gift card from Best Buy or whatever, just go get vaxxed. Or free tickets to A's and Giants games. There were people who were waiting on that. Oh, wait, I can get a ticket to a game? <laughs> okay. Whatever it takes. But if you really, really, really... Don't trust it and don't want it. That's your choice unless you play in the NBA in a city where it has such things. And that's the thing. You don't have to play. When people said to Kyrie, what about the money you're going to lose? He says, that's my problem, not your problem. So, you know, and there have been people publicly campaigning for it, uh, as we know. And, um, you know, one of those was... LeBron James, he said, I can speak about myself. I think everyone has their own choice to do what they feel is right for themselves and their families. I know that I was very skeptical about it, but after doing my research, I felt like I was best suited not only for me, but for my friends. And that's why I decided to do it. You guys know me. Anything I talk about, I don't talk about other people and what they should do. I speak for me and my family. That's what it's about. We're talking about individual bodies. We're not talking about something political or racism or police brutality. We're talking about people's bodies and well-being. I did it for me and my family. Uh, but as far as speaking for everybody, they can do what they want. That's not my job. Now, Enos Cantor always has something to say. And <clears throat> Enos Cantor appeared on CNN. Why would they have him? Because, you know, he's going to say something. Cantor said, when I heard it, I was very disappointed. And it's ridiculous. Obviously, LeBron James, he's one of the faces of the league, and he should be the first one to go there and say, listen, everyone, I got the vaccine, and I'm encouraging everyone in my community, everyone in my basketball fans, non-basketball fans, sports fans, are just going out there and get this vaccine so we can save other lives. When I heard that, I just couldn't believe it, but I hope he can educate himself about this vaccination and inspire and encourage other people around him. <clears throat> so, listen, I completely disagree with Enos Cantor, it's not LeBron. It's not LeBron James's job to tell people to get vaccinated. I thought what he said is basically what I was saying. It's uh, I, I'm I'm doing it, but it's your call. He should not have to beat the drum. 
You know, it's just the NBA hoped a lot of star players would go go there and encourage everyone, but most of them were very reluctant to do it. So they got Kareem Abdul-Jabbar to make a commercial. They got Bill Russell to make a commercial. They got Greg Popovich to make a commercial. You don't see Steph Curry doing a commercial saying, you know how Steph Curry is so like laconic, you know, hey, everybody, man, you should get vaccinated. No. It, it is it is a personal choice. So, you know, I, I believe it would be great if everyone in the world got vaxxed. That's what I believe. But you know what? That's me, and that's my choice. So when I heard Andrew Wiggins got vaxxed, I was very disappointed on a personal level because he gave in to the pressure, and I feel bad. But, you know, then again... Uh, it kind of doesn't work if you're in a team environment and one guy is not vaxxed. It just kind of doesn't work. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back. Travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60PLUS, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. 
here's a COVID-19 update pertaining to cruise travel. Everyone wants to get away and go on a vacation. But let's face it, there's a COVID fear factor out there. But here's some good news. Taking a cruise is probably the safest place you can be right now. All cruise lines have initiated very thorough testing requirements for all passengers and employees. They've also enhanced their air filtration systems, continual cleaning of the cruise ships, and have much stricter occupancy limitations. What that means for you is you can have peace of mind knowing you can have a wonderful vacation on a cruise ship without putting yourself in a severe risk of getting sick. Make your cruise vacation plans now. Call and let one of Viva Voyage's cruise experts help you find the safest cruise package at the lowest rates of the year. 800-585-4760-800-585-4760-800-585-4760-800-585-4760. Where did you get those clothes? At the toilet store? I'm so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. Very intoxicating, yes. 1-800-878-PLAY, 1-800-878-7529. Come on in and get heard. Come on in and uh, we can, uh, anything you would like to talk about in the in the world of sports. That's right. Um, we are here <clears throat> for you as well. If maybe you would uh, have a, uh, if you have a searing abdominal cramp or anything else, uh, we're, we're here as well. All right. What did he say? Uh, 1-800-870-PLAY. By the way, coming up in the next segment, salesporttalk.com with uh, Karen Lyle. Do we know who we have on the show today? Did we ever get a... Oh, it's a taped interview. This is all news to me. Am I going to throw to it or are we going to... I'm going to throw to it. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, the mic's hot. <laughs> what do I know? <clears throat> Just the host. doesn't matter. Uh, that's coming up next. Um, so she's in, she interviewed somebody and then I'll figure out who it is by the time I come back. I bet you it has to do with sailing. Anyway, the, uh, NBA and the NBA players, uh, association, they have agreed on pay reduction for unvaccinated players missing games due to local mandates. Players would lose one 91.6% of their salary. One 91.6% of their salary as it comes in. This is according to uh, Tim Bontemps of ESPN, who I said, hey, do you say Bontemps? And he said, it's Bontemps. By the way, in French, that means good times. Uh, So now we're really just looking at Kyrie Irving at this point because Wiggins, as I mentioned, he tried to get out of it. He tried a religious exemption. And that that to me is kind of big brothery as well to say, <clears throat> I can't take it because of my religion. 
then they'll say, well, look, I did some research and uh, you're a Christian and uh, you went to this church or you're a Muslim or you're Jewish. Uh, I don't see anything here. What if you just joined that religion? What if you joined that religion because of the pandemic? They're going to say, no, you're a non-believer. You're not really in that religion. That's a weird thing to do. Uh, Steph Curry was asked about Wiggins. He said it's nice that he's going to be available. Whatever process he went through, he'll be able to speak on it. Andrew Wiggins basically said, I guess our bodies aren't ours. To paraphrase what he said. And um, and like I said, I <clears throat> it's hard to feel sorry for somebody who goes to work and gets $350,000 and he does that 82 times a year. That's a lot of money. Just a little bit of money, I'd say. Pretty big. Yeah. And um, by the way, if you're interested, Warriors at Trailblazers tonight on NBA TV in preseason. I literally can't remember the last time I watched NBA preseason. Um, But uh, hopefully just everyone stays healthy. That's what we're looking for there. Steve Kerr at the uh, press conference I saw after it was announced that Wiggins got vaccinated, he came out and uh, Steve Kerr looks older now. You know, he looks look a little more Irishy and <clears throat> got the hair a little more white. Uh, they said we are the exact same age as Steve Kerr, and of course I'm getting wrinkly and old myself. I'm so old. Anyway, um, he they he said, look, uh, Andrew got vaccinated, and I'm not going to take any questions on it. And someone went, whoa, 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 Steve, 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 and he's like, what? Because he's usually not very short with the press. He's very gregarious. I've Over the years, I've asked him many, many questions, and he's never bit my head off. But he was like, what? And the reporter goes, does this mean he's going to be at practice? And Kerr paused for a second. He looked at the guy, and he went, yeah. <laughs> he didn't say yes. He didn't say affirmative. He just went, yeah. And then he turned his head. So, obviously... Steve Kern knew that on the one hand, it's great news for the Warriors, but on the other hand, it looks a little bit, it looks a little bit bad because a guy was forced to do what he didn't want to do against his convictions. And so it's just, uh, hopefully, uh, everybody will just, you know, get on with it at this point. By the way, Kyrie Irving uh, still not vaxxed. If he doesn't get it, he'll miss out on $380,000 per game. So, but as I said, what's what's crazy is that you get a 24-hour free pass. Now, who else is unvaccinated? Jonathan Isaac is a player with the Orlando Magic. And um, Orlando doesn't have any COVID-19 mandates. It's Florida, for Pete's sake, so he can play in all the home games. But he can also play at the Garden, at the Chase Center, or at the Barclays Center. Knicks, Warriors, Nets, respectively. <clears throat> He's unva- I don't know how that works. I really don't. I remember in the European Championships in uh, the summer, and uh, it was all over Europe. And uh, because the United Kingdom is no longer in Europe, 
they had Brexit, the British exit. And uh, so they had different uh, COVID um, quarantine. Uh, you know, they were supposed to quarantine for two weeks, except for a 12-hour window. So there were literally buses waiting at the borders for these fans from England and uh, I should say from the UK, Scotland, Ireland, Northern, I mean, Scotland, Northern Ireland and Wales to get in and get out. Why do you get a 12-hour free pass? Don't you, aren't you still contagious? I mean, the reason you quarantine somebody is because you think they're contagious, right? Isn't that what a quarantine is all about? You might get other people sick. So sit in that room. So... Uh, to me, if you have a mandate that you can't enter into a building with whatever it is, 50 people without being vaccinated. <clears throat> I got lunch yesterday in Berkeley and I had to show my vac- my ID and my vaccination just to enter. And the guy looked up and went, okay, I could have held up a, you know, uh, a sheriff's badge from the old West and he would have been okay. He didn't even look. It's just. It's, it's kind of a joke, but <clears throat> to me, if you're going to have that mandate, that means when John, when Kyrie Irving or Jonathan Isaac come to San Francisco, they don't get to play. Why would a guy who's unvaxxed get to play when the other guy doesn't? That doesn't make, doesn't make any sense to me <clears throat> at all. 1-800-878-PLAY. And the other thing that I think is interesting uh, Colin Ward Henniger is an NBA writer for CBS, and he um, took a poll over the top point guards as we enter the season, and he has Steph Curry number one. And this is what I like: Steph Curry is never regarded as the best point guard. He's regarded as the best shooter, but he's not regarded as the best point guard because uh, his defense isn't the best. He's not the Greatest passer. He looks to shoot instead of distributing first. Look, Curry is 33. He's going to turn 34 pretty soon. And he is the best point guard in the NBA. He was almost, I mean, you think about the MVP and numbers and what he was able to do last year. So I'm glad he's getting some love. By the way, just to round out the top 10, Luka Doncic comes in second. Luka Doncic is now 22 years old (laughs) it's crazy it's absolutely crazy and Jason Kidd called him at the at the Mavericks uh, press conference by the way Jason Kidd's the head coach now he called him young Picasso Damian Lillard out of Oakland High School he's three Kyrie is four Trey Young five Chris Paul six those are all just fantastic players then Drew Holiday seven Ben Simmons, 8, John Morant, 9, and De'Aaron Fox, 10. I don't think of Ben Simmons as a point guard. Was he a 6'8 point guard? I don't even think of John Morant as a point guard. I think of him more as a swingman or a two-guy, another 22-year-old. But do you think about Jamal Murray as a point guard? Do you think about Russell Westbrook as a point guard? Not in the traditional sense. No. I mean, there's a different style. You know, Steph Curry... And Trey Young are the same type of guy, like Damian Lillard, those type of guys who will shoot first. But then you get a guy like De'Aaron Fox who's going to play great defense and distribute. It's just the way you want to look at it. 
uh, by the way. Anyway, it's just nice to see Steph Curry get a little bit of love. And we'll get some sailing love on the other side. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. This is Karen Lyle of Salesport Talk, and I'm here with Terry McDonald. Terry, you went down to the Baja Haha down down the coast and had an amazing experience with a whale. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, that was in 2008. We ran the the Baja Haha, and it's a it's a it's a race, a fun race from uh, San Diego to uh, Cabo San Lucas, uh, right at Halloween time, and we were down oh, about halfway down. One morning we got up and the wind was beautiful and everything was just right. We was on a, I was on a 49-foot Catalina. We got up and we decided that the wind was just right for us to put the spinnaker up. So we put the spinnaker up and we were enjoying the beautiful morning about 6.30 in the morning. And the wind started to pick up and they picked up rapidly. Throw that sail around quite a bit. And my friend who owned the boat said that he was all concerned about the the cost of the sale, which was about $7,000 at the time, he said, i got to get that sale down. So his wife took the wheel, and three of us went up front and worked on the front end trying to unravel that, that sail. And uh, we could hear his wife screaming about something. And we finally turned around, and there was a big gray whale following us. It was just breaching the water and going in, up and down. We said, we can't, there's nothing we can do. We just continued on our duty trying to get that sail down. All of a sudden, she stopped talking, and, and the whale went away. And in a few moments, the, the whale came up right alongside. We were on the starboard side of the boat. I was. He was right there. I bet his eyeball wasn't 15 feet from me. They're just amazing creatures to look at down their snout. They have a kind of a double snout like an elephant. He just was looking at me. You could see him watching the boat and watching our activity on the boat. He went down and, and went over to the other side, and the other guy got a good look at him. And then he finally went down and came up in front of the boat. All I could think of was, how big is that creature? Because I think he was about the length of that boat or close to. But he is, his, the, the breadth, the width of his tail, he came out and finally took one big flap of his tail. And I turned around and looked at it, and I thought, i got to compare this to the width of the boat, <laughs> the beam. And I turned around. That tail had to be... 14. The boat the boat was 16 feet wide. It had to be equal to or close to the width of that boat. But it was a very harrowing experience. We did finally get the sail down, but it was a tremendous experience to watch nature in action. Well, one of the things I've noticed when on safari in Tanzania of all the elephants is that they look back at you. They're watching you as much as you're watching them. Absolutely, absolutely. They're curious and they're not out to hurt anybody or anything. This whale story has been brought to you by Latitude38.com. Check out Latitude38.com for more information about the Baja Haha Cruisers Rally.
All right, that music, the dulcet tones of Mr. Criss Cross, can only mean it is 9.40 on a Tuesday out here in California on Titillating Sports. And we bring in the co-host of this segment with me from salesporttalk.com, Karen Lyle. How are you, Karen? I'm doing great, Rick. You know, I I have a, a curious question. Do you swim? No. You don't? Have you Have you ever... Uh, wanted to swim? I took some, uh, of all my athletic prowess, I sucked at swimming and I took private lessons. And look, I one time got jettisoned in the middle of Lake Tahoe, so I was able to dog paddle my way back to a boat. But uh, 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 swimming pools are fun, but never in the wild. Well, you know, I had an opportunity this weekend when I was up on the, uh, in the Delta with my, with my parents to... Um, meet a couple of divers who have dived all over the world. Um, I mean, I've, I've probably more than 20,000 different dives. I, I, I can't, can hardly fathom it. And is that who you were going to play? We're going to play a recorded interview. Is that who you're talking to? Yes. Yes. And it was one of those things I would have brought them on the show, but they couldn't come at our time. So I, I grabbed the opportunity to pull out my, my recording device and and um, and interview them about the the amazing experiences they've had underwater. I thought we might want to walk look at underwater life. And they've done twenty thousand dives, you said, or or more. Yes. Have we they've lived? Have we even lived that many days? <laughs> they're they're older than me. <laughs> <laughs> but no, they they would say they would say they're thirty nine because they have that spirit for sure. <laughs> All right. Well, everybody, this is an interview with uh, Karen Lyle with some uh, underwater folks. This is Karen Lyle of Salesport Talk, and I'm here on Island Oasis, a Maxim 46 sports yacht that belongs to Wendy and Tom Folks. And I'm talking with Wendy and Tom. And by the way, a great game of Scrabble last night we I had. <laughs> anyway, welcome to the show. Hi. Glad nice to, to be you, here. Karen. You know, Wendy, last night we were watching on your boat some marvelous pictures of manta rays in Bora Bora. You are a diver and have been a diver for a long time. Can you tell us about that experience you had? Um, Tom and I met 39 years ago in the Seychelles Islands. We met on a dive boat, actually. And so we've been diving ever since, and that's what we do every vacation. And one of the best experiences was we were showing you the video last night was in Bora Bora. And the all these mantas came up just to play with us for the full 45 minutes of the dive. They were just playing with our bubbles, sitting on the top of us, and it was just the most amazing experience, and one we'll never forget. We've had great experiences all around the world, dove many, many places, but that one was truly special. Now, Tom, were you the photographer for that? Yeah, it was um, basically the first time we'd actually used the GoPro, so it was a miracle that it happened and everything worked out great. So we still have the GoPro. We still, that's all we do is dive when we're on a vacation, so... We are not cold water divers, we're warm water divers. <laughs> well, I can identify with that. <laughs> so tell me about some of the places that you have been. Um, Tonga, uh, the Lao Islands, Fiji, the Maldives, of course Seychelles because we lived there for all those years. And um, so we've done some incredible diving around Seychelles. But, you know, the world is a spectacular place and there's so much to see, so we need to keep going <laughs> I'd like to add that um, with diving, it's kept us on the water. So we've always been water people because of diving. 
Mm-hmm. So we've had boats forever. And our kids, kids have both done the same thing. Our daughter now has a boat. Our son is, um, he's a pilot, but, but they're both certified divers. So kind of because of Wendy, we've kept our certifications up. She's a master diver. I'm actually one step under because I'm always working. We love the diving and recommend it to everybody. And I remember you were telling me a little bit about how you got interested in certifying because you had done a lot of undocumented dives in the Seychelles. Tell us about what inspired you to certify. We were on a liverboard in Australia on the Great Barrier Reef. And I was just amazed at all the credentials everybody had because Tom and I had been diving for all these years at that point. And all of a sudden it, it, it just occurred to me how important that to keep current with all the technology and to just do all of this stuff how how important that was and so we just got into it (laughs) it's also a matter of safety i mean it is a dangerous opportunity just like rock climbing or something like that you really have to know what you're doing to be safe wendy and i are buddy divers so we do our best to be safe and protect each other underwater If you don't know the fish that are in the area, how do you know what's dangerous and what's not and what to do? Mm -hmm. Um, Very, very true. Um, Basically, you never touch anything. (laughs) And um, that's the most important rule. There's one of the certifications that really helps you identify the different species. And that's a very important course to take for that reason. Yeah, I'd add to that you don't touch things for your own safety, but also for the safety of what you would be touching. You know, human touch on, um, on an enemy in the water, is, it, it's harmful to the anemone. You literally do your best to not touch, just watch. Now, what about situations if you're close to the rocks on the reef and the waves are pushing you against it? How do you, how do you keep yourself from hitting things or, or bumping into them? That's one of the most important things. You don't put yourself in that scenario. But, of course, things do happen. But you just, the more experience you get, the better you are at your buoyancy and keeping away and just make sure you never get in that scenario to begin with. (laughs) But there are certainly times you have to hold on to a rock. So you hold on to something that's not live. Mm. You know, and there's certainly times when the, the tide or the current is going to take you and you have to hold on. Now, when you were experiencing the manta rays playing around you, I noticed that you were staying very still on the bottom. How did you, were you, were you touching the bottom? Um, in that scenario, there, wa- there wasn't a lot of current, so I was fine. You just get that buoyancy perfect and just lay. It's cool. But if there was current, I'd probably just take two fingers just to hold on to something just to, and make sure there's nothing around. <laughs> so you found some whale sharks eventually. Tell us a little oh. bit about your journey for finding <laughs> whale sharks. Um, I just said we lived in the Seychelles for many years and we did a lot of diving. And the whale sharks used to go through there uh, occasionally, uh, like once a year or something. But back then we didn't have the technology to look for them. And so we had one come up to the side of the boat, but we were never able to dive with one. And it was always my dream. And so we went out looking for whale sharks in Belize and lots of different places. We tried Thailand and but we always just missed them and wrong place, wrong time. And all of a sudden, years later, totally out of the blue, we we're in Cancun, not thinking anything about it and found out that the whale sharks go there every year. And <laughs> so we had the most amazing kind of snorkel and I with all these whale sharks. And 
in a way, it was such a disappointment. We'd looked forward to finding them for all these years, and then there was everybody there. <laughs> it wasn't such a unique experience. <laughs> what is it about whale sharks that, that attracted you to them? Oh, they're just massive, huge. Gentle. Very, very safe animals to behold in the water. They're spectacular. You know, they're 35 feet long, and they've got gigantic mouths. They're about six feet across, <laughs> and it looks, it's its quite frightening when you see them, but then to know that they couldn't even possibly eat you if they wanted to, because <laughs> they just eat tiny plankton. And they're very slow moving, so you can park yourself right in front of them in the water, and they'll move out of the, out of your way, and They'll bump you a little bit, but that's another one of the animals that you don't want to touch because you can actually, you hurt their skin by touching them, but but they're so massive and yet so fragile. And it's um, it makes you realize that we are, parts of our pollution are truly, you see it in 35 years of diving, you see it. It's not, it's not now the way it was before. This is Karen Lyle on Sports Byline with Salesport Talk, and we're talking with international divers Wendy and Tom Folks. I did a little bit of free diving in Zanzibar, and I saw a, a starfish. It was red with white spikes on top of it. You were telling me a little bit about this starfish. Can you tell me why that's a dangerous animal? I believe the one you're talking about is the crown of thorns, and they are taking over, and there's their natural predator because they eat so much coral every day. And so it's not something you want to have. And we keep finding them everywhere now. And one of their natural predators is the triton. Yeah. Yeah. And when we were in uh, Fiji, all the little villages were trying to sell us triton shells. Beautiful, great big tri- triton shells. And they're the natural enemy. They can stop the crown of thorns. So we, we need to make sure that when we go to these little villages, we don't buy them. It's so, so, so important because otherwise you're contributing to the problem. It's the same thing as buying ivory that comes from the tusks of an elephant. You know, people poach the elephants and kill them so that they can sell the tusks. And it's the same thing in the water. People sell, kill triton shells and uh, so that they can sell them to tourists. But nobody understands that purging the tritons is actually killing coral. Have you been places a second time after a hurricane or some disaster and seen what happened to the coral? Oh yes, too many times. Um, In fact, as a diver, I've got to the point where I don't even want to recommend where people go because you, um, we've even been back to the Seychelles after there's been a bleaching of the coral and, um, places that were absolutely pristine and spectacular all of a sudden all bleached out and then you go back a few years later and it's coming back alive again it bounces right back so um you know um it is we i'm not sure where we've been where there was a hurricane but i know we've seen that damage saint martin oh yeah that was terrible to go back after that. I go to the British Virgin Islands every year, and mm-hmm, I've done it for mm-hmm. about eight years. So I went before and after Hurricane Irma. I'd never seen how fast brain coral or some of the other corals grow. After a hurricane, you get to actually see when they form. It's amazing, isn't it, nature? How it can bring itself back. 
Well, it's been such a pleasure having you on the show. Thank you so much for sharing your love of diving in the water and sea life because it's certainly something that we depend upon and enjoy. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you for your interest. Mm -hmm. And everybody should take up diving. Just go get Patty certified. even recognize myself anymore I'm really worried about him his addiction I haven't seen him like this ever hey look I I never wanted to start using I I knew the drill but I was out of options I I just want to tell him it's not your fault there are people out there who can help people who have felt your pain they know what you're going through this has to stop I'm losing everything Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Come on. You watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then, if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. <laughs> Good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968 That's 800-817-2968 Oh, come now, don't be ashamed. We all have our idiosyncrasies.
I wish you would try and slap Rick Tittle's mama's face. He would clown you. Uh, all right. What? What's that all about? Um, we'll get into um, the NFL. We didn't really talk about it too much yesterday. Uh, Monday Night Football, a lightning delay of nearly an hour in a domed stadium. And I guess it's because on the sides of the stadium, it is open. But for the Raiders, the highlight of the whole game was a fake punt that the Chargers did, and uh, Hunter Renfro came screaming up to knock the ball out of the hands, and there's this goofy Chargers assistant coach on the sideline wearing yellow pants, jumping up and down hysterically, and then when the when the guy got hit by Renfro and it popped out, he was already jumping up and down, and he kind of went, oops. The thing is also is that when you look at Trevor Mayrig and some of these other defenders, Perriman, that Kwiatkowski is just absolutely useless, just grasping at people. The best form tackle of the entire night was from a wide receiver. Getting the head across, getting the shoulder pads on the ribs, wrapping up. The best form tackle of the whole night was from a wide receiver, which just goes to show you the, the state of tackling, uh, not just what the rate is but uh, the NFL. <clears throat> Justin Herbert, by the way, made history last night. Yeah, he was the rookie of the year last year, but he became the first quarterback since the merger to complete 500 passes before 20 starts. That was his 19th start, and um, he completed his 500th on a pass to Jared Cook, the former Raider in the uh, the second quarter. So this division, I mean, uh, everybody's in the thick of it right now. Raiders started off 3-0, and now they're 3-1. and The Chiefs fought back to 500 after getting uh, over the Eagles in uh, Philadelphia. But remember, I uh, on Friday I picked the Chargers to win this game, and then yesterday I changed my mind like a dork. I should have gone with my first thought was that Herbert was going to have his way against the who by the way after one quarter had zero yards in offense <laughs> I think they only had nine plays they had nine plays in the first quarter uh, but uh, we'll get into that we'll get into some of the other results as well but coming up next uh, in about uh, oh, 12 minutes we're gonna have Sidney Friedman you said Edelman we had Sidney Friedman who blew my uh, my brain. Last time he was here, blew my socks off. Uh, Mr. Uh, uh, what's it called? A uh, mentalist, right? The mentalist on CBS called Best New Show of the Year. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back.
USA Radio News with Lance Pry. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, the Democrat from New York, will try again on Wednesday to address a debt ceiling suspension bill. Before the end of this week, the Senate must, must get a bill to the president's desk to address the acute crisis of the debt limit. President Biden was crystal clear in his speech this morning. If Republicans don't get out of the way and let the Senate take action now, our government will in all likelihood enter default for the first time ever. The bill is aimed at increasing the national debt, now well over $28 trillion. Andrew Yang, who ran as a Democrat for both New York City mayor and the Democrat 2020 presidential primaries, says he left the Democrat Party and is now an independent. Yang wrote in a statement on his website Monday, quote, and yet I'm confident that no longer being a Democrat is the right thing, end quote. This is USA Radio News. Joe Biden is seeking one of the biggest tax increases in history. Now, experts warn these massive tax increases on capital gains and businesses will kill jobs, wreck the economy, and sink the stock market. All this week, Sean Spicer and Lindsey Keith are warning of Biden's tax madness in their special reports. Each night, Spicer and Company talks to the experts on what's coming and how you can protect your hard-earned money. Plus, Sean Spicer reveals new details of his upcoming book, Radical Nation. In Radical Nation, you'll find the shocking truth of the Biden-Harris agenda. So tune into Spicer and Company every evening this week on Newsmax, America's channel for real news. Newsmax is on every major cable system. Just check your cable guide. Or get Newsmax on most streaming services or download the free Newsmax app on your smartphone. Newsmax covers the really big stories you need to know. Get Sean Spicer's Radical Nation and make sure you watch Spicer and Company on Newsmax tonight. The Biden administration wants more IRS agents to watch your bank account for all transactions over $600. That's just one of the items in the massive $3.5 trillion spending package. That's about the same amount of money the United States spent for all of World War II. Brad Bernards from the West Texas USA Radio News Bureau has more. Fox News contributor Tammy Bruce discussed Democratic infighting over Biden's spending plan Monday. She believes much of what is in the $3.5 trillion spending bill is sold in terms that the public likes and not for what it really is. The infrastructure. We talk about infrastructure bills. Uh, well, we really care about infrastructure, but not that, that's not what they're actually selling right now. This is why we, we care about it, so they, say, they use that phrasing. And in the meantime, you know, tree equity is not infrastructure. The ports are... From the USA Radio News, West Texas Bureau, I'm Brad Bernards. Monday Night Football last night, the Chargers beat the Raiders 28-14. to USA Radio News. At the American Veterinary Medical Association annual convention in Washington, D.C., I spoke with Dr. John Howe, AVMA president, about One Health. One Health is really a collaboration between physicians and veterinarians or public health officials. For example, in Minnesota, our state public health veterinarian deals with zoonotic diseases, rabies, for example. Animals are sentinels for humans, and humans are sentinels for some infections in animals. There's more valuable information at avma.org. As the Supreme Court rules in favor of President Trump's plan to use $3.6 billion for the border wall, Brandon Judd, president of the National Border Patrol Council, denounced the Biden administration's open border policy on Newsmax. 
Yeah, anytime we put on a uniform, we go out there hoping that we're going to have the support of, of the administration. But obviously, that isn't happening. Um, this administration does not like our mission. This administration does not like what we go out there and do to stop illegal immigration on a daily basis. And because of that, they're doing everything that they possibly can to undermine um, what we're trying to accomplish. And, and look, if it wasn't for these agents and, and their determination to go out there and serve the public, if it wasn't as we go out there and put on the uniform, if it wasn't for our desire to protect the American public, we just wouldn't do it. There's no reason for us to go out there and put on a uniform knowing that we're going to be undermined in every step of the way by this administration. But we do it because we do want to protect the American public. We care about the American public. Hey, it, it all comes back down to appeasing the base, trying to get out those people that they think they're going to go vote for them. And obviously, the far left does not want anything to do with enforcement in this country. Um, they believe that anybody should be a, able to run around and do what they want, which, of course, leads to anarchy, chaos. The high court's move Monday meant the justices agreed to take the appeal, then vacated the district judge's initial ruling, erasing it as a precedent. This is USA Radio News. I'm Lance Pry. Do you own an annuity? either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Oh, yeah, we are back. We got another two hours. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> what you got, man? What you get, what you got. Rick Tittle here for you. And um, we have open lines, and we're going to talk some sports. 1-800-87-A-PLAY. <clears throat> By the way, much more to say about the Monday night game. Uh, Joey Bosa piping up. Uh, not only on the refs, but also on Derek Carr. Guy has a lot to say. Big dumb jock. That guy, I remember standing next to him on the field at the Coliseum before a game. He is a massive guy and uh, a wrecking ball. I would not want to try to block that dude. And I remember his the Chargers, the Spanos family, so cheap. He held out when they drafted him because they had something like, if we trade you before the third year, we will not bonus this. I go, what is going on? <clears throat> it's really ridiculous. But with Justin Herbert, I was thinking every time he throws a touchdown pass, just pinpoint 
standing back there tall, getting it done, every Miami fan looks down and goes, ah, damn. You know, the only thing that makes White Sox fans not cringe with Tatis Jr. is the fact that they're in the playoffs and he's not. But, yeah, that was the choice for Miami. Do we go with Herbert, who would have been the number one overall pick probably, but he wanted to play one more year with his brother at Autzen Stadium and Eugene. And uh, they go, let's go with Tua. And you know what? At the time, you know, Tua was pretty fantastic in college, even though he got banged up. And Justin Herbert was, you know, the six foot five guy with the huge arm. But uh, yeah, that uh, that one is a that's an ouchie. Maybe it can kind of be like a Doncic's Trey Young thing, where Trey Young comes back, and then Hawks fans don't feel as bad because Trey Young is a superstar. We'll see one way or another. I'm not too worried myself. All right, coming up next, Sidney Friedman will blow everyone's mind. He says, bring a deck of cards, pick a card, any card. I got the uh, bicycle cards right here. And uh, should I throw out the jokers? I got them right here. So we'll see just what the hell he wants me to do with these. This is a radio show, by the way. Come on back. If you've got a small business, you know there's nothing more valuable than your time. So why waste it at the post office? Stamps.com makes it easy to mail and ship right from your computer. No special equipment required. Whether you're in office sending invoices, a side hustle Etsy shop, or a full-blown warehouse shipping out orders, Stamps.com will make your life easier. You'll even get exclusive discounts on postage and shipping from USPS and UPS. And their new rate advisor tool lets you compare shipping rates across carriers so you always find the best option. Save time and money with Stamps.com. There's no risk, and when you go to Stamps.com and use offer code FOCUS, you'll receive a four-week free trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com. Click on the microphone at the top and enter code FOCUS. That's Stamps.com, promo code FOCUS. Stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. It's Superstart Battery Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. That means you can get up to a $25 gift card after mail-in rebate with the purchase of your Superstart battery. Return power, performance, and reliability to your car, truck, motorcycle, and more with Superstart batteries only at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Do you have a home that you don't want anymore? We can buy it from you within 24 hours, any home, size, or condition. For over 20 years, we've been buying homes for cash and helping homeowners sell their homes immediately with no listings or strangers walking through your home. Are you moving? Did you lose your job? Going through a divorce? Whatever the reason, if you're in a bind and you know that you need to sell your house fast, call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. We'll make you a serious cash offer to buy your home in 24 hours and let you walk away from it. No listing, no waiting. Sell any home, any size, any condition now. Call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. Make this free call now. 800-306-1760-800-306-1760-800-306-1760. That's 800-306-1760. 
With just one spray of Microband 24, your hard surfaces are sanitized for up to 24 hours. Touch after touch after touch. So six hours from now? Still sanitized. 12 hours? Yep. 18 hours. We're really doing this. 24 hours. When used as directed, one spray of Microband keeps killing 99.9% of bacteria touch after touch for, yeah, up to 24 hours. Wow. Microband 24, the sanitizer four out of five doctors would use in their own homes. So why aren't you? Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes, couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey. Check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. All right. Uh, check me out. Thank you for that. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to uh, welcome back to the show Mr. Sidney Friedman. He has a show called Brainwaves, Music of the Mind. And uh, it's going to begin on uh, the 14th, and it's going to run through Halloween. It is a one-man show combining uh, telepathy and sound and, uh, of course, uh, Sidney's a great pianist, but he's uh, even better uh, as a mind reader as well. Last time he was here on the show, he uh, made me question everything about human existence because he was able to guess what song I was thinking of and what country I was thinking of. And on that note, Sidney, my friend, welcome back to the show. How you doing, man? Rick, good to be back on. I was told to have a deck of cards, and um, it's been provided to me. What the hell's going on? <laughs> well, normally, like if you had a magician on, he would have to handle the deck of cards and have you choose one. Mm-hmm. And uh, by doing that, he could control the, the situation by just the fact he's holding the cards and he can force a card on you. Or when you return it to the deck, he can control where it goes, even though you have no idea how he's doing it. And mm-hmm. It's pretty amazing when a magician does that. But since I am at a great distance, where are you out? In the West Coast, and I'm in Chicago. So mm-hmm. um, at a great distance, I can't see your cards. I can't touch them. So there's no way I, this is something totally different. It's not a card trick, obviously, because I can't control the issue. So right. we're going to try something if you want, and we'll see if it works. We'll see. Uh, if it works, I might have to quit my job, but uh, let's <laughs> <laughs> right. throw all my belongings in the street and lead a, uh, no, a life no, no. like a Franciscan monk. All right. No. Okay. Let's uh, do, I have the deck of cards in my hand. Yeah. Yeah, and so and just so everybody knows, I didn't provide these for you. That they were I, the, your producer probably gave them to you or whatever, but I didn't mm-hmm. send them to you. So there's no special deck. And Correct. what I want you to do make sure uh, make sure there's no jokers in there or any of the advertising cards. Make sure those are all out of the deck. Mm-hmm. We just want the regular cards in there. Yeah, that uh, oh, that's good. done. Okay, good. And mix them up. Give them a good shuffle, a good mix, however you like, okay. without dropping them on the floor. Okay. <laughs> all right. Let's see if we can hear this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, all right. You sound like you know what you're doing. Oh, I know what I'm doing. I grew up in the 70s where all we had was ping pong and cards. All right, great. All right, they are shuffled. And you you had Pac-Man, maybe. Or was that 70s? I don't know. Well, Pac-Man in the arcade, but not in our homes, yeah. Not in the exactly. Okay, so pretty good shuffler there. All right. Hold them in your left hand face down. The whole deck in your left hand. Okay. And... What we're going to do is form two piles. One will be slightly to your left, slightly to your right. But wait, don't do it yet. Okay. What I want you to do is to take the top card off, keep it face down, okay. put it down just to your left. Okay. And then take the next card and put it, keep it face down and put it just 
to the right. Okay. So now you've started two piles, and then take the next card and put it on the pile to the left. Okay. And take the next card and put it on the pile to the right. All right. And then keep doing that, going back and forth. Okay. But try not to make any sound, because I don't want to know how many cards you're putting on, and just keep going back and forth. Okay. Two piles. All right. And whenever you want to, stop. It's totally up to you, and just All tell right. me when you're Since finished. this is a, not a long segment, I'll stop right now. Okay, good. The cards that are left in your hand, put them off to the side. We won't need those. Just put them off. All right, they are gone. Okay. Now, with your right hand, reach over to the pile on your left and just pull off a small packet of cards, any number you want. Just pull it off and then hold that packet high above your head, way up above your head. (laughs) Okay. Okay, and look at that bottom card in your right hand. Just look at it. Don't tell me what it is. All right. Just look at it. All right. All right. So this is totally random. There's no way I can know what that card is or anything. Right. But keep burning that card in your memory. Just keep thinking of it. Okay. And then put that packet of cards back down, but put it on the right pile. All right. Put it all the way on the right, top of the right pile. Okay. Okay. Now pick up the pile on your left. Yeah. Put it in your left hand, face down. Uh Take the top card, turn it face up, and put it on the table just to your left. And tell me what that card is, that top card. What was that top card? That top card I've just turned over is a five of diamonds. All right, now do it with the next one. Tell me what the next one is. The next one is a three of clubs. And then the next one, and keep going until you finish. Then the last one is the king of hearts. Okay, very good. Do you know what that tells me? What? Absolutely nothing. It tells me absolutely because your card obviously is not in that packet. Right. But uh, what it does do is it kind of prepares you for what you have to do with the next one. So now you're going to pick up all the cards in the right side. Yeah. Pick them all up as a group. Keep them face down. Mm-hmm. And you'll do the same thing. You'll take the top card and turn it face up and put it down on the, on the table. Okay. Tell me what that one is. First one is a 10 of clubs. Okay. And the next one? The next one is the queen of spades. Okay. And keep going. The next one is my card. Well, oh, I don't want you to tell me what it is, though. I, no, won't, no, I no. won't tell you what yeah, it is. Yeah, no, 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 no. So okay. keep going? Yeah, keep going. All right, so I put that off to the side, then. Yeah, yeah, I didn't want you to tell me that it was your card or not. You can't do that. Yeah, all right. Well, all right, put it off to the side. I'll put it off to the side. <laughs> yeah. All right, I still haven't revealed anything. I just said it was my yeah, card. Yeah, I know. All okay. right, uh, the next one is the three of hearts. Okay. Next one is the queen of diamonds. Yeah. The next one is the King of Spades. All right. The next one is the Ace of Diamonds. All right. And two left, the Jack of Spades and the Two of Spades. All right. Yeah, I don't I don't know if this because you actually told me which one is your, even though you haven't told me what it is, but I know that, yeah, so, ah, okay. Uh, Did I make it easier or harder? Yeah, you made it much harder just because you kind of told me what the position was there uh, and, and the thing there, I see. Um, but let's see if we can kind of get this here. I thought I wasn't allowed to say it out loud. Yeah, 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 but that's all right. Um, uh, my goodness. Um, yeah. Uh, no, I I should be able to, but, uh, you gave me a little bit of information that kind of threw me off. So that's going to be, yeah, I'm getting, it's a number card. It's black. Is that what it is? It's a number card, black, like a three of clubs, maybe? No. No, it is a number card, but it's not black. Okay, sorry. Didn't get that one. So I didn't freak you out on that. No Let's one, try another one. No, one go, no <laughs> one go to brainwaves. Just kidding. <laughs> I know. Do you want to know what it was? Yeah, what was it? Six of diamonds. Okay. All right. All right. Well, okay. We miscommunicated there. Um, let's. Right. We got time for one more real quick. 
Yeah, let's do one more. Uh, um, uh, you've heard of Three Card Monty? Yes. You've seen that on the streets where mm-hmm. there's three That was cards. my nickname out, in high school, yeah. <laughs> take out, the, like, the Queen of Hearts and the both black twos, like the two of spades and the two of clubs. Take the Queen of Hearts out on both black twos. All right. Let's okay. See. Take out there's the Queen three. of Hearts. And, all right, there's the Queen of Hearts. And, and both black twos. Right. And, okay. uh, you know, in, uh, uh, on the streets, you know, they, you have to follow the queen and of course you can see what's going on and you think you know where it's at, but they always fool you and they take your money. But right. I, we're not going to use money here, obviously, cause you've lost it all over the weekend on football. But, um, <laughs> uh, so what I want you to do is you have all three, three yeah. of those. Uh-huh. Okay. Hold them in your left hand face down, Yeah. but make sure the queen is on top. Okay. The two's underneath it. Okay. Okay. From this point forward, you're not going to look at the faces. I mean, you should keep them face down. The queen's on top. Both twos are underneath it. Mm-hmm. Think of someone you know, like a friend or a family member, someone you work with. Okay. Think of their first name. Okay. Don't tell me the name, though. Do not tell me their name. Okay. And then think of how many letters are in that name. Okay. So if the name is Bill, there'd be four letters. If the name is Bartholomew, who has a friend Bartholomew? I don't know. But I that would know. be, I think, 11 letters. Okay. But however many letters, think of that number in your mind. But don't tell me that number. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Now... I want you to count from the top of the packet. Uh, you'll take the top card for the, if it, let's say it's Bill, it'd be four cards. You'll transfer one card to the bottom and then another card to the bottom and three and four cards to the bottom, one at a time. Okay, got it. All right, if it's four, if it's three, you do three, okay? And now do it again. Take that same number and take the okay. top card, put it to the bottom for one and two, okay. three, four, five, how many it is. Tell me when you're done. Yeah. Okay, and now I'm going to think of a name. Let me think here. Okay, I'm going to think of my Uncle Al. So you're going to transfer the Al is two letters, so take the top card, put it to the bottom. Okay. And take the next card, put it to the bottom. That's two. Okay. Okay, and I'll do it again, just like you, since you did it twice. I'll take uh, Al, so okay. do top card, put it to the bottom, and yep. then the next card, put it to the bottom. Yep. All right, and now do your name one more time. One card for each letter. R I C. Don't say it out loud. Don't say it out loud. Don't say it out loud. My name. Oh, oh, sorry. The name I was thinking of. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, not my name. Okay, gotcha. You got it. Yep. Okay. Good. Now keep those face down. Yeah. Take the top. Obviously, at this point, there's no way you even know where the queen is at. There's no way I would know because mm-hmm. I don't know which name you were thinking right, of or right. which name, how many letters there would be. Take the top card mm-hmm. and hold it in your right hand. Okay. And turn it face up. Yeah. And look at it. Yeah. Look at it in your mind. Okay, that's a black two. That's a black two. Put it to the side. You have two left. Take the next top card. The it's top the, card. It's and, the red two. Or, or what? Okay. Oh, you had a whatever. It's a two. But it's not a. It's not the queen, right? Right. Okay. Take the next card. Yeah. And hold that in your right hand. Yeah. And turn it face up. And then the one that's left in your left hand, turn that face up and hold that. Okay. Let's see now. Look at them back and forth. Okay, the two is in your right hand and the queen is in the left. Is that right? It's a king and a ten. But the but the picture card is in the left. Is that correct? Yes. There you go. Now, what we need to do, Sydney, we need to get you on. <laughs> we need to get you on when I've got more time, as I have another guest coming up. Okay, sure. But anyway, I I uh, you know like. I just want to remind everybody, brainwaveschicago.com. That is the website, right? That's it, yeah. And if you're in the Chicago area, it starts uh, the 14th of October to the 31st, or even if you're anywhere in the Midwest, easy drive to get there. And uh, 
great show, 8 o'clock each of those nights. Mind reading, music, no one does it better. The winner of the 2021 Dunnegar Award, as seen on The View and the Today Show, Sydney Friedman. Sydney, thanks for coming on, man. Really appreciate it. Thanks. You got right. it. I'm Rick Tittle. Yep. Come on back on Sports Bio. save money on your next flight then pick up the phone and call that's right call because the best prices are not online they're with smartfares see smartfares has special deals with the airlines when they have unsold seats they use smartfares to fill them so you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices our prices are too low to publish online with the extra money you'll save you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping so stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855 325 1780. Are you 60-plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low-Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60PLUS, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Hey, listen up. Before the weather changes, get new windows in your home and save possibly hundreds on your energy bill. Call the Window Replacement Hotline right now and take advantage of their special savings event. Get your leaky, drafty windows replaced with energy-efficient, beautiful, virtually maintenance-free windows at this year's rock-bottom prices. Our prices are so low, we don't want to scare the competition. The only way to hear about our window savings is to call. Yes, you must call our special toll-free number for the best window replacement prices in town get your new windows patio doors and more from the window replacement hotline get ready for the change in weather save on your energy bills call right now for tremendous prices on new windows and beautify your home call the window replacement hotline now 800-685-2080 800-685-2080 that's 800-685-2080 it doesn't really matter. I, uh, I don't like my job, and uh, I don't think I'm going to go anymore.
Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. All right. uh, Thank you for that. And uh, welcome back to the show. There is a brand new documentary premiering uh, virtual cinema. Uh, It is uh, out now from IndiePix Films. It's called The Universality of It All. We are all part of the same story. And the director of this film, Andres Braunemann, joins us now uh, from uh, Costa Rica. You in uh, San Jose, Andres. Hi, Rick. Thanks for having me. And I'm actually uh, a little bit further from San Jose. I live by the beach. It's around one hour and a half from the city. Very, very nice. Okay, yeah. let's talk about this. This is something it's, it's uh, you know, you talk about human migration, climate change, identity politics. You, you spent basically two years going all around the world for this. Is that right? Yeah, like around two years. And tell us yeah. about some of the locales and uh, that you visited. So it's essentially a film about how human migration connects to different topics, uh, polit- political topics, economical topics around the world. And I essentially did case studies in different countries uh, regarding their migration patterns. One of the countries is Costa Rica. I also did uh, a little bit in the United States, the the Mexican migration to the United States and Central American, Middle Eastern migration to to Europe. And and essentially, I compared and contrasted those migrant cases um, to find the correlations and truths that we can find when you see them all under different perspectives. And one of the, the main protagonists in this film is your friend Ahmad, a Yemeni refugee living in British Columbia. And uh, how did, when you took a look at your friend Ahmad, what, what, what did you find with, uh, with that subject case? So it, it, with Ahmad, it was very interesting. And uh, I was already doing the documentary about migration when this happened to my best friend. He was uh, living in the U.S. under a student visa. And then when he tried to get a job, he was denied. And so what he ended up doing was crossing the border uh, from the United States to Canada to request asylum in Canada because he could no longer stay in the U.S. And I thought that was a very interesting case that reflected how different two countries that share many values at the end is, you know, it's so simple as crossing this invisible line from, you know, the United States to Canada and then everything changes. And also, you, you think about, uh, obviously, from the Obama administration to the, I mean, Trump made it one of his uh, war cries in the election, build a wall. And then when Biden came in, you know, we still have the, quote, kids in cages. You had the, uh, just recently, uh, Haitian uh, immigrants uh, making a run into the United States. And then Mexico has had to deal with a lot coming from Central America, whereas now Mexico tells Central Americans don't come and and you being at the heart of of Central America what what have you seen when it comes to the way the US has changed its policy and how it has affected that so one thing that i discovered while making this documentary is that migration it's really about the economic political needs uh of a country and based on those needs they they either open up a bit more or close down Uh, I say political needs because they're not the same as economic, Uh, but there are times where a lot of migration might be great. Uh, There are times where a lot of migration might be bad. It depends on the the needs and and how the circumstances are in those countries. 
And also it's important to remember the, the origins, you know, where it stems from, not only saying, oh, it's because there's bad economy in Central America, but looking at the historical roots and understanding how U.S. foreign policy is also involved and now it's somehow backfiring, um, you know, the, the instability that was caused during the, the Cold War is now backfiring back. Uh, and we're seeing that migration is a repercussion of everything that happened in the past and is still happening in the present. So it, it's, 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 and it's something that you can correlate the exact same way in the Middle East and Europe and, and everywhere you kind of look at where you see this, you know, dual, dual relationship between the origin and destination countries. Yeah, it's interesting, too, especially there are, you know, a lot of Western countries and, you know, of course, the United States as well as Europe, they have, um, you know, a lot of immigration. And so then there's backlash with xenophobia and nationalism. But a lot of the immigrants do some of the jobs that the the the, the citizens don't want to do. And in, in fact, half of probably Brexit was born out of the fact that they, you know, it was a, a xenophobic way of looking at things. But yet we're supposed to be more worldly. We're more connected. We're supposed to be more sympathetic. But then again, the rise of xenophobia seems like it's the the, the highest it's been in, in, in my lifetime, I believe. No, I, I totally agree. And in the case of the U.S., you know, it's, it's interesting. There's cases like in Texas where, you know, you would say the, the cultural and political thing is different. But when you look at legislation, when you look at laws, uh, you know, somehow the industry there benefits by having illegal migrants. Migrants are in a regular situation um, that evade taxation, therefore lower wages. So there's a whole other aspects that we don't look at. And we tend to, you know, the news media tries to simplify getting like the headlines so people talk about it. But there is so much to this topic. And that's why I made the film, because I want to expand people's notion of what migration is. Did you get, I mean, there's been a lot of praise for this movie, and it's been so many film festivals as well. Congratulations on that. But did, did oh, you get any, you. yeah, did you get any backlash, like people saying, quit being so nosy, or maybe people, uh, you know, raising an eyebrow or two over this? I think what's been interesting is that both people that, you know, that fall on different sides of the political spectrum um, have, you know, said that they like the film in the sense that it is neutral. Um, and I think we've lost that, you know, yeah. somehow, somewhere along the way, we, we forgot what neutrality means, which is commitment and, and which is, which means, you know, tolerating sometimes. Um, and I think I try to be very careful not to jump into any conclusion and not to uh, provide a solution for migration because migration is not something that can be solved. It's not a conflict. Migration, the movement of people is the result of conflicts. Um, so if you want to stop it or you want to raise it, it's literally not about migration itself, but it's about other conflicts that cause it. It's a fascinating film. It's from IndiePix Films. What connects us from human migration and climate change to globalization and identity politics? Find out all about it in the new documentary, The Universality of It All. We are all part of the same story. And joining us from uh, Costa Rica is the director of that film, Andres Broneman. Andres, congratulations on the film and thanks for stopping by. Thank you, Rick, and thank you for your time. Uh, no doubt about it. And I think, you know, the, the point he makes that's the, the most poignant uh, is just, uh, you know, 
these things, they get so politicized and you just automatically, and, and I'm, I'm the same way. I hear about a documentary about like climate change or something. And I think, oh, here's some, you know, here's liberals here. It's like, it, 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 it really isn't political. Now, when it comes to voting for change and voting one way or another, of course, that's always going to be politics. But if it's just factual, <laughs> factual studies and um, yeah, I mean, immigration, we can sort of think of that as like Ellis Island. Has immigration ever been bigger than it is right now? People trying to get one way or another. So uh, pretty important film. Pretty cool. All right. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll come on back and uh, we have open lines on the other side. to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now and get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 
That's 800-399-3691. Wait! She must have meant 10 o'clock at night. Do you think? Why would she have you meet her in a bar at 10 in the morning? I just figured she was a raging alcoholic. You would try and slap Rick Tittle's mama's face. He would clown you. Damn, girl, what you got? Come on in. We got open lines. That's what we have. 1-800-878-PLAY. I could think of a lot worse places to live than on the beach in Costa Rica. <laughs> Costa Rica has less people than the Bay Area does. You know, it's I got about 5 million, which... I think that's about like Denmark too. It's about 5 million. Uh, never been. Wouldn't mind going. All right. Um, just getting back to the uh, the Monday night game. Uh, Joey Bosa was talking about referees and he called them all blind. He had a um, flag thrown against him late. It didn't matter. Chargers won the game. But he's in for a fine calling the referees blind. And as I said, he's, you know, I'm 62, I'm not little and I feel like a little kid next to the guy. The guy looks and is as big as a horse. Why the long face? He said to the horse. He's a big guy. We know that. And it was a weird game as I said already a, you know, John Gruden said, "We have a roof, who cares about lightning?" And lightning storms are something that happens well just not in California. <laughs> It's what it is. But Joey Bosa was also uh, in a talkative mood about uh, Derek Carr. Because as I mentioned in the first quarter, the Raiders had zero yards offense. And at halftime, they had 51 yards and no touchdowns. So Bosa said in The Athletic, quote, we knew once we hit him a few times, he really gets shook. And you saw on Christian Covington's sack, he was pretty much curling into a ball before we even got there. Great dude, great player, but we know once you get pressure on him, he kind of shuts down. Wow. Well, here's the thing. Now, look, Derek Carr has never played in a playoff game in his career. Derek Carr has made over $100 million. He almost holds every Raider passing record. And this is a franchise that has three Super Bowl trophies. Ken Stabler, Daryl LaMonica, Rich Gannon was an MVP at quarterback. They've had their share of quarterbacks over the years. And Derek Carr has crushed almost all those records. The sack that he's talking about where he said he curled up into a ball, 
there are times when, you know, Carr will give up on a play and throw it away. There's a couple of times we didn't see two open guys and you're like, ah, but it's, you know, when you're looking down from the third deck, it's a lot different. I can tell you just from playing high school quarterback that when you're on the field, you can't see everything. <laughs> you can't see every open guy. <clears throat> it's just not the way it works. Um, but, uh, the, the play that in question was Carr turned around, he saw the guy coming for him, and he's he had half a grip on the ball. And his half a grip on the ball was basically, at that point, he's like, all right, I don't want to put this on the ground. And that's why I think just a split second early, you could see he kind of like was like, all right, go ahead and sack me. And in slow motion, that doesn't look good. But in, in fast motion, you can just see him turn around. There's no one to throw to. The ball's like down at his waist, and he's like, all right, I got to take the sack here. And every <clears throat> coach will tell you, when you're in that situation, eat it. Just eat it. Because what you're going to do is you're going to throw the ball up for grabs, and then you're going to do, you know, it's like a, it's a rookie thing. It'd be like, you know, like Trevor Lawrence. It's like, oh, I don't want to take a sack. Here, maybe somebody will catch it. Yeah. Um, and so uh, that's kind of a big thing to say that he, uh, as he put it, oh, yeah, shuts down. Carr was sacked four times. He passed for only 196 yards. He did throw uh, two touchdown passes in the third quarter. Uh, the interception, he, he he's thrown two other interceptions. One bounced off of Snead's hands, which shouldn't have been his. Another one, the wide receiver stopped running. So it was, it was poor communication. This was the first interception of the three all year. That was bad. You know, everyone knew it was going to Waller and Derwin James, the guy I wanted the Raiders to draft instead of Colton Miller. And I was actually at Raider headquarters and did a draft report, and I scathed on the Raiders for not taking Derwin James and taking Colton Miller. Uh, by the way, that guy Leatherwood, when he's not jumping off sides, he's getting beat like a drum at right tackle. But the Chargers were coming from all over the place. Bosa, Covington, Fackrell, Tillery. Carr got hit seven times. And, yeah, you shorten that that internal clock that uh, passers have. But I would say Bosa is uh, incorrect because Carr was sacked a total of eight times heading into week four and was still able to play the hero on more than one occasion, and even when he was getting hit, he had that, what, 56-yard pass to Henry Ruggs. Derek Carr, for his first first uh, three games, was averaging 401 yards per game, which was the highest in the league. <clears throat> Coming into the game, he had 104 uh, passer rating. He just couldn't get it going. Let's go to Charlie, who's out in Manhattan, who watched the game as well. How you doing, Charlie? Hey, Rick. Um now, through four games, the Raiders have fallen behind 14 nothing, 14 nothing, 21 nothing. What, what, if you're the coach, if you're, if you're Gruden, or if you're a coach of a team that's in a similar situation, because now it's a, this is a, an alarming pattern, what do you do to kickstart their offense in the first half? Be, because, like last night, twenty-one nothing. That's 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 a big score to come back from. That's three scores, and and once they got 
into the game in the third quarter. But it was not too late. They had a chance to tie it on that one drive. But like, what do you do? To I have uh, three. I have three suggestions of how they can get going a little bit faster. One, okay. one, quit frickin' deferring and giving the ball to the other team. They just march right down the field and score. So that's one thing. Right. Secondly, I know you want to keep things honest, but if the run game's not there, don't throw away too many downs on it. And then third, the last two games, they didn't even start going to Waller until almost halftime because they're like, oh, he'll look, just go to the guy. You saw that touchdown pass. He basically just skied over the defender Go to Waller. He's yeah, go to Waller. What do you? Why are you saving that guy for later? I don't get it. Uh, he should be targeted twenty times a game. Yes. Um, uh, the offensive line is a mess. Now, it's just uh, Leatherwood. I think he has more penalties than some teams combined. He's good <laughs> for about four penalties a game, and he's a rookie. And I get that. And he maybe he'll turn into something decent. Well. Just by the sheer uh, number of reps and live action, that they will get better as the season goes along? Or are they... Because Carl was under siege last night. I don't... I agree with what you're saying. I don't... You know, Bosa, uh, what Bosa was saying. I think Carl is, a, like any quarterback, probably under siege. You're affected the way you play. I mean, even Herbert, when he's got Do you know what? At guard, at one point, they had a guy named Simmons. Yes. Who the hell was that? I don't know. <laughs> I was wondering the same thing. <laughs> uh, and then they had a guy, I, mean, I called him special teamer. There was a guy named Teamer in the backfield. Teamer. Who the hell was that? I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 mean I, I, I do have to give a slight credit to the, the uh, Amik Roberts, like these guys who asked, came in after Mullen and um, Yeah, th- and thank goodness, I hate to say this, but thank goodness Arnott got hurt because he's just, or yeah, Arnett, he's, he's, he's horrible. He's horrible. I, and I was saying to my buddy, I, I, I texted him as the game's going, I said, whenever Arnett's on the field, they're going to throw at him. Yeah. He stinks. Right. But after Mullen went out, that I mean, what choice you have? But he, they're better off without Mullen, without without Arnett anyway, but but what like what what can they do? Like I mean, will the offensive line just get better from the sheer number of reps and as the season goes on or is it just that Well th- this is the first this enough? was the first game where I was looking at Bradley and, and two things. Number one, whenever they wanted to just throw a little out, it was there to the tight end. And even uh, you know, Lewis Riddick was saying, you know, the flat the flats are wide open, and yes, I think we had one outside linebacker blitz and one safety blitz from Abram. He kept rushing four guys, and Herbert does not need all that time, but he had more than enough time. There was almost zero pass rush, and you're right. You got guys like Hobbs who's playing well, and Robertson was doing everything he could at five foot nine. but if, the, if Herbert has all that time back there, what are they supposed to do? Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I, it's not the end of the world. I mean, if you told me after four weeks they'd be 3-1, I'd be happy. I'd yep. turn up for that. They, they, they have a, a winnable game next week with the Bears. I mean, they have a pass rush, but 
their offense is terrible, and who knows who's going to be quarterbacking for them. So I, I don't. I think overall, you know, I thought last night was a pick 'em game. I, I, saw, I was like you. One moment I was picking the Raiders to win, and another moment, oh, you know, the Chargers look pretty. You know, they're, they're a good team. I mean, Harvard is a damn good quarterback, and who's Brandon Staley? Is he's the DC with the Rams? So I mean, right. You know, did you like all those? One last question. Did you like all those trick plays they were doing? Ah, uh, oh, just so stupid. And then you you do a pooch kick, but you line up like it's a field goal. I mean, what what what's the use? And they do a flea flicker. Uh, I'm just flea glad. Flicker. You know, I'm uh, thank goodness Hunter Renfro has a brain, and he saw that guy completely unguarded, and he ran up and p- put the best form tackle I mean, of the night him. on him. I mean, yeah, I love Hunter Renfro. He's such yeah. a great all around player. Anyway, all right, Rick. I'll go. Keep listening. Thanks. Thanks, Charlie. I appreciate it. Yeah, and uh, look, I have some suggestions, but it's also, you know, it's just the other team beating you down. You could say, well, did you execute? And it's like, well, you know, we tried. And here's the thing. They were rushing four and getting to Carr, and the Raiders were rushing four, and they weren't. And the funny thing was, was Cleland Furl, who's completely anonymous, finally got into the game. He made a nice tackle, but then you looked at it, and he pulled the guy down by his face mask. <laughs> so even when it looked like he was doing something, uh, he wasn't because he it was a uh, <clears throat> it was a uh, it was a penalty. So uh, yeah, not so good on that. But remember, Mayock wanted Leatherwood over those other three guys who were higher rated as far as Mel Kiper Jr. was considered. We'll take a quick break. Come on back on Sports Pilot. even recognize myself anymore i'm really worried about him his addiction i haven't seen him like this ever hey look i I never wanted to start using i I knew the drill but i was out of options i I just want to tell him it's not your fault there are people out there who can help people who have felt your pain they know what you're going through this has to stop i'm losing everything Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. 
For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-410-4771. That's 800-410-4771. When you want to protect your IRA or 401k, don't trust it to just anyone's hands. It's your money. You earned it, and you deserve the best protection available. That's where Augusta Precious Metals comes in. We've provided gold and silver IRAs to thousands of Americans, including Joe Montana himself, the Hall of Fame quarterback. Augusta is trusted by all these people because we have a simple process requiring little more than a phone call to book an appointment for a one-on-one web conference on the benefits of buying gold inside your IRA. Our objective, to educate you on the economy and on the way Americans are using gold as an important part of their wealth protection plans. So do what Joe Montana did. Protect your IRA with gold and silver. Call Augusta Precious Metals right now. 800-251-0427. That's 800-251-0427. I joined the Army because my father and my brother were in the Army. I thought I'd better join before I got drafted. Son, uh, there ain't no draft no more. There was one? Tittle always goes commando. Hey, thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the uh, show. one 800 play We got a big, big game in Major League Baseball tonight, and I'm going to get to that. It is the wild card game. Yankees and Red Sox. Are you going to watch? <clears throat> I think I'm going to have to watch. <laughs> uh, we will get into that. We will break it up, break it down. We'll talk about all the nuances of going to Fenway. And it's funny. I just kind of think if it was a Yankee Stadium, the Yankees would just win. And I still kind of think the Yankees win. But at Fenway, those fans just living on top of you. And also Fenway, I believe, is one of the absolute, uh, you know, how many memorable games have been played there over the years? But it's also the uh, example of man's stupidity. We got a street out here, a wicked street. Build a monster. What? Build the biggest fence you ever seen. So the home runs aren't so cheap. If Fenway Park was in Oakland, they would have been trying to tear it down for the last 50 years. But it's in Boston on Yawkey. I guess they don't call it Yawkey Way anymore because he was racist. I think they changed that, the original owner. Uh, but uh, it's going to be a big one. We'll talk about it. We'll also have Liz Loza and Mindy Betts from Yahoo Sports Fantasy coming up and Justin Sizemore. We'll talk about NIL affecting 
high school athletes. What an eclectic, fascinating hour. It's all in store for you. Come on back. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, the Democrat from New York, will try again on Wednesday to address a debt ceiling suspension bill. Before the end of this week, the Senate must, must get a bill to the president's desk to address the acute crisis of the debt limit. President Biden was crystal clear in his speech this morning. If Republicans don't get out of the way and let the Senate take action now, our government will in all likelihood enter default for the first time ever. The bill is aimed at increasing the national debt, now well over $28 trillion. Andrew Yang, who ran as a Democrat for both New York City mayor and the Democrat 2020 presidential primaries, says he left the Democrat Party and is now an independent. Yang wrote in a statement on his website Monday, quote, and yet I'm confident that no longer being a Democrat is the right thing, end quote. This is USA Radio News. Joe Biden is seeking one of the biggest tax increases in history. Now, experts warn these massive tax increases on capital gains and businesses will kill jobs, wreck the economy, and sink the stock market. All this week, Sean Spicer and Lindsey Keith are warning of Biden's tax madness in their special reports. Each night, Spicer and company talks to the experts on what's coming and how you can protect your hard-earned money. Plus, Sean Spicer reveals new details of his upcoming book, Radical Nation. In Radical Nation, you'll find the shocking truth of the Biden-Harris agenda. So tune into Spicer & Company every evening this week on Newsmax, America's channel for real news. Newsmax is on every major cable system. Just check your cable guide. Or get Newsmax on most streaming services or download the free Newsmax app on your smartphone. Newsmax covers the really big stories you need to know. Get Sean Spicer's Radical Nation and make sure you watch Spicer & Company on Newsmax tonight. The Biden administration wants more IRS agents to watch your bank account for all transactions over $600. That's just one of the items in the massive $3.5 trillion spending package. That's about the same amount of money the United States spent for all of World War II. Brad Bernards from the West Texas USA Radio News Bureau has more. Fox News contributor Tammy Bruce discussed Democratic infighting over Biden's spending plan Monday. She believes much of what is in the $3.5 trillion spending bill is sold in terms that the public likes and not for what it really is. The infrastructure. We talk about infrastructure bills. Uh, well, we really care about infrastructure, but not that, that's not what they're actually selling right now. This is why we, we care about it, so they, say, they use that phrasing. And in the meantime, you know, tree equity is not infrastructure. The ports are... From the USA Radio News, West Texas Bureau, I'm Brad Bernards. Monday Night Football last night, the Chargers beat the Raiders 28-14. to 14. USA Radio News. 
At the American Veterinary Medical Association annual convention in Washington, D.C., I spoke with Dr. John Howe, AVMA president, about One Health. One Health is really a collaboration between physicians and veterinarians or public health officials. For example, in Minnesota, our state public health veterinarian deals with zoonotic diseases, rabies, for example. Animals are sentinels for humans, and humans are sentinels for some infections in animals. There's more valuable information at avma.org. As the Supreme Court rules in favor of President Trump's plan to use $3.6 billion for the border wall, Brandon Judd, president of the National Border Patrol Council, denounced the Biden administration's open border policy on Newsmax. Yeah, anytime we put on a uniform, we go out there hoping that we're going to have the support of, of the administration. But obviously that isn't happening. Um, this administration does not like our mission. This administration does not like what we go out there and do to stop illegal immigration on a daily basis. And because of that, they're doing everything that they possibly can to undermine um, what we're trying to accomplish. And, and look, if it wasn't for these agents and, and their determination to go out there and serve the public, if it wasn't as we go out there and put on the uniform, if it wasn't for our desire to protect the American public, we just wouldn't do it. There's no reason for us to go out there and put on a uniform knowing that we're going to be undermined in every step of the way by this administration. But we do it because we do want to protect the American public. We care about the American public. Hey, it, it all comes back down to appeasing the base, trying to get out those people that they think they're going to go vote for them. And obviously, the far left does not want anything to do with enforcement in this country. Um, they believe that anybody should be a able to run around and do what they want, which, of course, leads to anarchy, chaos. The high court's move Monday meant the justices agreed to take the appeal, then vacated the district judge's initial ruling, erasing it as a precedent. This is USA Radio News. I'm Lance Pry. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the show. You know, I was thinking about as teams look in the standings in the NFL and think about what changes need to be made, and the one thing that you cannot do in the NFL is fire your coach early on. First of all, it's just dumb because you're not giving them a chance to turn it around, but secondly, 
you have to start all over with a brand new philosophy unless you just have his assistant. But aren't you then carrying on the same thing that brought you there anyway? I mean, you can look at disappointments like, you know, if you look at Miami, it's like, well, two is hurt and it's not working with Brissett right now. What do we do at quarterback? Those are questions that every team has. You know, it looks like Garoppolo might play for San Francisco, but do you give it to Trey Lance anyway? And in Chicago, if Dalton's healthy, do you still play? These are just questions every team has. But when it comes to, as I said, making a move from a coach, do you think Shahid Khan in Jacksonville is going to move on from Urban Meyer because a girl grinded on him at a bar? Now, uh, Urban Meyer stressed that he has such a special relationship with his players. All it takes is a little mini revolt, split the locker room. Now you got half the guys that love coach will kiss his behind. And then the other half will be like, I'm only here so I don't get fined (laughs) type of situation. But what Urban Meyer did was not embarrassing enough to get him fired, uh, in my opinion, uh, anyway. Uh, But you look around and you say, you know, do you fire Dan Campbell in Detroit? No, you... You have to give these guys a chance. The only sport where that happens is soccer. Soccer, they will just completely fire you in the beginning. I know what happened in the NBA with Phoenix a couple years ago. But you can't, as as much as it sucks, you just can't say, yeah, you're out. Look in Atlanta. Get out of here. Walter Smith. What's his name? All right. I'm Rick Tittle. Lines are open. 1-800-878-PLAY. When we come back from the break, Liz Loza and Minty Betts, they get it done in fantasy football on Yahoo Sports worldwide. We'll do that next on Sports Byline. If you've got a small business, you know there's nothing more valuable than your time. So why waste it at the post office? Stamps.com makes it easy to mail and ship right from your computer. No special equipment required. Whether you're in office sending invoices, a side hustle Etsy shop, or a full-blown warehouse shipping out orders, Stamps.com will make your life easier. You'll even get exclusive discounts on postage and shipping from USPS and UPS. And their new rate advisor tool lets you compare shipping rates across carriers so you always find the best option. Save time and money with Stamps.com. There's no risk, and when you go to Stamps.com and use offer code FOCUS, you'll receive a four-week free trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com. Click on the microphone at the top and enter code FOCUS. That's Stamps.com, promo code FOCUS. Stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. With confusion around vaccinations, masks, and public screenings, it's important to know the symptoms of COVID and its variants. Fever is the leading sign, so make sure to use an accurate thermometer for your family. Only the Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer has been proven accurate with more than 100 clinical studies. Non-contact thermometers have no clinical evidence behind them and cannot be relied on. Be vigilant and be accurate with Exergen. Learn more at Exergen.com. Exergen is changing the way the world takes temperature. 
Here's a COVID-19 update pertaining to cruise travel. Everyone wants to get away and go on a vacation. But let's face it, there's a COVID fear factor out there. But here's some good news. Taking a cruise is probably the safest place you can be right now. All cruise lines have initiated very thorough testing requirements for all passengers and employees. They've also enhanced their air filtration systems, continual cleaning of the cruise ships, and have much stricter occupancy limitations. What that means for you is you can have peace of mind knowing you can have a wonderful vacation on a cruise ship without putting yourself in a severe risk of getting sick. Make your cruise vacation plans now. Call and let one of Viva Voyage's cruise experts help you find the safest cruise package at the lowest rates of the year. 800-585-4760-800-585-4760-800-585-4760. That's 800-585-4760. Okay, my shipments have to get to customers on time and looking good. It's possible with Staples Connect. Staples Connect has small business shipping covered with premium shipping supplies and UPS shipping services. And now, buy two, get one free on select shipping supplies like Bubble Roll and Avery Labels. Plus, get 20% off UPS Express shipping services. Explore what's new at your local Staples store or staplesconnect.com. Staples Connect, the working and learning store. Ends 1030. Visit staplesconnect.com slash shipping for details. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a key so handsome. He's a genius. Welcome back to Sports Byline USA, coast to coast, border to border, and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. And it's our pleasure now to uh, be joined by a duo from uh, Yahoo Sports, the leading ladies of uh, fantasy sports. It is Liz Loza and Minty Betts. Uh, ladies, welcome to the show. Great to have you with us. And uh, Liz, let's let's start with you because um, how much do you obsess with your fantasy team uh, every time you throw it out there? Is it the kind of thing that you stay up all night wringing your hands or you think, look, I've done the research, I've put in the time, this is my team, and whatever happens, happens? Well, it is my job to be a little bit ahead of the curve. Well, well, really a lot ahead of the curve. So I set my lineups. I feel pretty good about it. I, I am doing pretty well, and I don't wring my hands so much. Sometimes if I'm deciding in that flex, I've had a particular problem, frankly, between Brandon Cooks and Michael Pittman every week in the flex, which one of those guys is going to perform better for me. But I know the matchup. I check out the betting lines. I try to predict game script, and then I set it, I forget it, and I watch myself win more times than not. I like that. Set it and forget it. And Minty, being from Vegas, is it safe to assume that uh, when it comes to just wagering, it, it was in your blood from the time you were a little girl? Indeed. Born and raised in Vegas, so I always knew of gambling, sports betting. My dad did it all the time, getting off of work at the casino, bringing home a bet slip, so I always knew of it. I knew when I turned 21 it was the, the way of gambling that I had to just try. I know, Liz, uh, you do the uh, Eckler's Edge, and uh, last night he had his way with the uh, the Raiders, and the thing that really shocked me the most, and I think shocked the whole nation, was the clip of him doing a one-handed pull-up 
which I didn't think was humanly possible. And this guy, of course, was not highly touted coming out of college. So uh, I'm, I'm sure you were proud of him. Oh, my goodness. I, I have chills right now. I mean, that is my co-host. We've become friends. Um, and I love what the broadcasting crew said about him being pound for pound, the best running back, the, the strongest, most athletic running back in the NFL. And it's absolutely true. I mean, I also just really want to say what Joe Lombardi has done moving from the New Orleans to Los Angeles and unlocking Austin's skill set in the receiving game has been an absolute joy to see. Very cool. And the other thing is, too, I know you guys do this because you love it and you're good at it, but you're also an inspiration to a lot of uh, young women who would like to get into the industry. I mean, when I was growing up, it was basically just Jimmy the Greek. You know, that was it. So what's it like when you are a, such a, um, you know, inspiration to so many people? Uh, I guess I'll go first. I mean, it's pretty amazing. I, a couple of weeks ago, I got to speak to a class at LSU and uh, talk about sports betting and sports betting media uh, to young women and, and just young students in general. So that was awesome. Um, I don't really consider myself an inspiration. I just wanted to do this and I was good at it and it kind of just fell into place for me. But I'm, I'm super grateful for where I am. And um, I guess you have to be fearless in this industry, especially, uh, you know, in a male-dominated industry. And the yeah, I, I agree with a lot of what Minty said. I don't, I didn't come in here trying to be an inspiration. If people are inspired, well, wow, what a benefit. I learned about sports via my grandfather, who was a World War II vet, um, and kind of taught me everything he knew. I'm an only child, and he really raised me to love sports and taught me about them. So I mostly, um, mostly feel honored and proud that I can honor his legacy through my work. That's pretty awesome, Liz. Was he in, uh, in Europe or the Pacific Theater? Uh, he was actually, he ran, well, I, was grow, I grew up in Chicago, and he was a, a locomotive engineer. So he ran the train line that moved through uh, Haifa and Israel, obviously, and Africa. Working with the British Army. Wow, that is really cool. A couple more questions for Liz Loza and Minty Betts uh, with Yahoo Sports Fantasy. Minty, you know, you look around and you'd say, you know, who would be the only team uh, undefeated at this point? And I don't think most of us would have said uh, Arizona. But uh, I remember when, you know, my Oakland A's drafted Kyler Murray and, uh, you know, he came to the Coliseum and he took BP and he was just going to have that last year where he could finally be a starting quarterback. We never knew that he would turn into the number one overall pick. How much have you loved his progression over these three years with Cliff Kingsbury? I love, love Kyler Murray. I think that if you ask Liz Loza, I'm always high on the Arizona Cardinals, strictly because this team is central around this dynamic quarterback. He's just so efficient, so just a stud on the field, off the field, a great guy, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, not only is Arizona the only undefeated team left, but get this, the Dallas Cowboys are the only undefeated team against the spread. So if you bet on the Cowboys every single week, whether they were underdogs or favorites, they're undefeated. So that's kind of a surprise there. That's really cool. And, and Liz, I would, you guys know so much more about this than I do. What, what would you consider the biggest sucker bet? Because I remember somebody told me that it was parlays and then I get something from somebody else and then I'll, I'll bet on something and they go, oh, that's such a sucker bet. What, what to you is a sucker bet in fantasy? Well, Minty talks about these trap games a lot and she has been on it. I mean, I will say that she pred- her trap game of week four was the Giants at New Orleans. And obviously there was a lot of emotion behind that matchup because it was the return 
to the Superdome for the Saints. Um, and Minty was like, nah, 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 nah. If you look at the numbers, there is too much action on the Saints because people are being emotional about it. And she was right. The Giants pulled it out. By the way, Saquon Barkley looking vintage in that one. I think he's going to continue to heat up through the season. So for me, when there's a big narrative, uh, like the Tom Brady return to Gillette Stadium, uh, when there's a big narrative, I don't know if it's always a good idea to fall into it. Sometimes it works out, but also, you know, at plus seven, maybe the Patriots deserve a little bit more credit. No, it's very interesting. And, and Minty, that's the old saying, you, you leave your heart in the car, right? It's got to be all brain. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can't bet on your team. And sometimes when you bet against your team, it's like a really bitter, sweet feeling. <laughs> no doubt. And, Liz, I wanted to ask you about last night's game, too, because, you know, the Raiders started off 3-0, and 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 two of the wins were in overtime, and Derek Carr was leading the league in, in passing after three weeks. But they where they were invisible in the first half and they had a big fight back but it uh in the end uh Herbert and company got it done so where are we with the three and one Raiders are they a pretender or are they a contender I don't think they're a pretender but I think there's enough tape now to understand what they want to do and the Chargers defense by the way you know if you look at the numbers they're letting up a lot of yardage but they're not letting up a bunch of explosive splash plays we saw them shut down Tyreek Hill so yeah Travis Kelsey went off fine but they'll take the dink and dunk. You didn't see Henry Ruggs get much last night, right? We know he's the speedster. Instead, it was Hunter Renfro that went off, which I predicted on Fantasy Football Live with Minty because the Chargers' defense is um, canceling out those big plays. So I think the Raiders are going to want to run the ball. It's great to see Josh Jacobs back. And I think they're going to want to try to get Ruggs, now that he's feeling more comfortable in his second year, down the field. And we know that Darren Waller is going to be a target hog, but it's going to be interesting to see, frankly, if Gruden can adapt now that the book is out on what he wants to do. Very interesting. I know you guys got to run. Last question, Minty. Who right now, after a quarter of the season basically is done, who, who is your dark horse that's kind of lurking on the outside people aren't talking about but you think might do some damage in the postseason? Oh, oh in the postseason? I don't know. Uh, let's say, okay, we're saying dark horse sleeper, the Cincinnati Bengals, maybe. Mm-hmm. The Ravens are banged up. What's going on with the Steelers? And the Browns are really their only competition. But the Bengals are 3-1, and one, and they're great uh, betting-wise, too. As underdogs, they're great against the spread, great straight up this season. They can protect Joe Burrow. I think uh, they have a chance, and their defense is looking pretty solid, too. Those are the leading ladies at Yahoo Sports. They will give you their expertise. They've done the research. They have the knowledge. It is Liz Loza and Minty Betts. Thank you so much for coming on. Really appreciate the time and the insights. Thank you so much. All right. Good stuff. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break, and we will come on back on Sports Violin. You're never going to get my love. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time 
time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800 215 Hey, listen up. Before the weather changes, get new windows in your home and save possibly hundreds on your energy bill. Call the Window Replacement Hotline right now and take advantage of their special savings event. Get your leaky, drafty windows replaced with energy-efficient, beautiful, virtually maintenance-free windows at this year's rock-bottom prices. Our prices are so low, we don't want to scare the competition. The only way to hear about our window savings is to call. Yes, you must call our special toll-free number for the best window replacement prices in town. Get your new windows, patio doors, and more from the window replacement hotline. Get ready for the change in weather. Save on your energy bills. Call right now for tremendous prices on new windows and beautify your home. Call the window replacement hotline now. 800-685-2080. 800-685-2080. That's 800-685-2080. Uh, what kind of music do you usually have here? Oh, we got both kinds. We got country and western. Tittle ate 200 chicken wings at your mama's house last night. Now, back to Fat Boy. Wow, that really, uh, that's upsetting. What can I say? It's just, it's an insult. And, uh, oh wait, I wrote it. 1-800-878-PLAY. Coming up the next segment, we'll talk about how NIL is affecting high school kids. That's right. Nil? Yeah, nothing. Let's get to the game tonight. Which one? There's only one game tonight. Boston and New York go head-to-head with their entire seasons on the line. Winner take all. Winner go home. Go big, go home. All those stupid things. Elimination game. Now, J.D. Martinez sprained his left ankle on Sunday when he tripped over the second base bag, running to right field. 
and he is off the roster. Once again, wait, he was rounding second base? No. He was breaking up a double play? No. He was stealing second? No. He was running to right field, and he tripped over second base. So, yeah, he is officially off the roster. That just came out. What are we missing, Red Sox fans? A 286 hitter with 28 home runs and 99 RBI. Now, what they could do, and the lineups are not out yet, what they could do is have Kyle Schwarber at DH. Yes, he's on the Red Sox. Have Alex Verdugo in left. Bobby Dahlback in first. Kike Hernandez to center. And Christian Arroyo to second base. Feel like I'm at a Cubs Dodgers Giants game now. Now, Jose Iglesias, you'd say that guy's been playing all over the place. Yeah, since September. He didn't come over until then. He's ineligible for the postseason. Uh Garrett Cole will have uh Kyle Higashioka as his catcher rather than Gary Sanchez because Higashioka has served as Cole's personal catcher throughout their time in New York. Basically, 27 of 30 starts, their career career ERA together is below three. With Sanchez, it's over three and a half. So they figure they can save a half a run. Right? Part of that difference, I think, can be attributed to just Higashioka's superb framing. Um, he is in the top 10 in Major League Baseball for framing. But the Yankees, of course, are taking that half a run and giving it back at the plate because Sanchez is a much better hitter. Juo Urshela, who made that highlight reel Sunday by flying through the opposition dugout at Tampa and, you know, a game they had to win to avoid a 163rd game. And um, he remained down, he remained banged up, he remained sore, but he's good to go. This is what we're hearing. Because yesterday, Aaron Boone said, if we were playing today, he would go. So you think about the Derek Jeter catch going into the stands. This was the Derek Jeter catch going into an opposition dugout. And remember, they will not help you (laughs) unless you're on their team. The other thing that Yankee fans will have to their chagrin is that DJ LeMayhew went on the injured list because of a sports hernia that has plagued him recently. He went on the injury list on Sunday. But the the streaks in this uh, series, this season, have been defined by just that. Boston won the first seven, and the Yankees have won nine out of the last 12, including the last six in a row versus Boston. The Yankees have outscored Boston 31-14 to in those six games, which includes that sweep at Fenway just, what was it, a little over a week ago. And then the Red Sox have been held to three runs or fewer in each of those six games as well. So none of this is necessarily predictive, and it'll come up before the game, as we say. But you think about the winner-take-all, they have not done that. Since 
2004, and of course that was when the Red Sox overcame a 3-0 lead to win the American League pennant. And, uh, of course, after that, remember the Dave Roberts steal? After that, they went on to get rid of the curse of the Bambino, uh, Bambino, 86-year drought. So, believe it or not, the Yankees have played just two other winner-take-all games. One was Game 7 of the 2003 ALCS. Remember that when Aaron Boone hit that home run off Tim Wakefield, Yankees' third baseman. And the other one, of course, was that classic tiebreaker game back in 1978, the Bucky Dent game, or as he's known in Boston, Bucky effing Dent. If you include that tiebreaker game, the Yankees have won three of five postseason series against the Red Sox. But the Red Sox have a chance to uh, pull even. So we'll see how it goes. Now, the other thing I was talking about earlier in the show with uh, Urban Meyer having that girl come up to him in a bar and grind on his crotch a little bit. And to me, it's not a good look, but it's not heinous. But I was just mentioning less than a half hour ago that Shad Khan, the owner of the Jags, it wouldn't be something that would get him fired. Well, we're getting a little bit more information here in the last half hour because maybe they do have a serious problem on their hands. And uh, Michael Silver, who's been on the show, he reported that Urban Meyer's situation has reached a crisis point and that Meyer now has zero credibility with the organization. Now, Michael Silver, who I've talked to candidly as well, he's a Cal guy. He once got kicked out of practice and banned by Al Davis that... Uh, Silver says the players were put off that Meyer canceled practice yesterday because he had to deal with the fallout from the weekend videos. And one player said Meyer is too scared. So yesterday Meyer apologized at the press conference and Silver said Meyer only apologized to position groups. And... um, he re- portrayed the uh, the young woman dancing with him as a complete stranger. One player told Silver, I looked at him like, what the F? Right then, he left, and everyone started dying laughing, and he knew it. So, speaking about the situation, another anonymous, obviously, player said, it's bad, I don't know how he's going to function. Wow. Now, Michael Lombardi, another guy I've talked to many times over the years, uh, 95-7, who was not a good executive when he was with the Raiders, by the way. He just has a nice name, but he's been a media analyst for a long time. He reported today, did Lombardi, that two Jacksonville sources have told them that there have been some closed-door meetings that have nothing to do with the Titans. The Titans are who they're playing next. And then Shad Khan, we just got this. This is his statement. I have addressed this matter with Urban. Specifics of our conversation will be held in confidence. What I said is his conduct last weekend was inexcusable. I appreciate Urban's remorse, which I believe is sincere. Now he must regain our trust 
and respect. That will require a personal commitment from Urban to everyone who support, represent, or plays for our team. I am confident he will deliver. Now, I was thinking, what what could Urban Meyer have done? I Obviously, he could have done two things. He could have gently pushed her away and said, okay, that's fine, you know, without being rude. Everyone would have excused him two seconds of it. No one would have blamed him. Two seconds of grinding. Okay, lady. All right, I'm married. Thanks. Or he could have immediately just got up and left. But he let her grind a little bit. You know, you know, she was okay looking, and she's doing a little grinding on him, and he was like, yeah, I'll, just, I'll sit here for a second. And as I said, I have zero respect for the person who released the video. I don't know what they sought to gain, otherwise just to get a guy in trouble. He said that his family was, quote-unquote, definitely upset. But now, according to Sportsline, Meyer is the odds-on favorite of being the first NFL coach this year to fire or resign. Remember the whole thing about Chris Doyle, the, quote-unquote, racist coach uh, at Iowa, strength and conditioning coach? I say that in quotes because it's an accusation. I don't know the guy. Look, they obviously haven't gotten off to a good start on the field, but apparently he's bought a bunch of college-like things to the program, and the players just aren't thrilled with them. And then the confusing battle of Trevor Lawrence versus Gardner Minshew, which he said was open, and then he traded Gardner (laughs) Minshew. And then Clay Helton got fired by USC in two games, and everyone said, Meyer's coming over, and he said, I'm, I'm staying here with the Jags. And then, of course, a 14 nothing lead at Cincinnati, and they threw it away, and he said, it's devastating, it's heartbreaking. It's just, let's just say it's just not off to a good start. But when your owner, your boss, says, inexcusable, and now you have no trust and no respect, and you have to regain it, yikes. All right, we'll come back. Justin Sizemore on the other side. now Angie and getting your to-do list done just got easier between back to school and with the holidays around the corner it can feel like there's no time to tackle home projects whether you need help with emergency repairs or major upgrades Angie matches you with top local pros who can get the job done right browse reviews see upfront pricing and instantly book hundreds of projects save time for what matters most book your next project at Angie.com that's A-N-G-I.com If you owe the IRS back taxes, don't worry. There's a bright side. The experts at brightsidetaxrelief.com will protect you from having your wages garnished, money deducted from your bank account, and your home or business seized. Brightsidetaxrelief.com will fight the IRS and negotiate to reduce or eliminate the amount you owe. Visit brightsidetaxrelief.com or call 800-730-4313. That's 800-730-4313. The consultation is free. Go to brightsidetaxrelief.com now. Hey travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. 
When they have unsold seats, they use smart fares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now and get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. Oh, I would love that. And then maybe afterwards we can go field herping. That's when you go out and you look for reptiles. Rick Tittle once threw a tennis ball at a donkey. I feel bad about that now. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. And uh, it's our pleasure now to welcome to the show Justin Sizemore. He is a family law lawyer with uh, the Sizemore Law Firm out of uh, Fort Worth, Texas. And we're here to take talk about the uh, NCAA's new rule on uh, name image likeness or NIL. Uh, and how it affects now um, uh, high school preps uh, as well. Justin, welcome to the show. The thing about NIL that I think is interesting is it's still a a little bit of the Wild West as every state kind of has their own guidelines. Correct me if I'm wrong. We don't really have a a federal uh, guideline to this yet, do we? That's absolutely correct. So how much of it... For example... Yeah, go ahead. You may have heard some of the relocation from some of... Southlake's, you know, top quarterback, for example, was looking up north. So there's not a uniform regulation as far as UIL yet uh, that we've seen. And, and obviously the feds are kind of the last people to catch up to the, to the process, but that's certainly an issue now. Well, you have, you know, you th- we heard of what um, uh, Saban down in Tuscaloosa talking about his uh, quarterback might be making uh, <laughs> more than six figures before he's taking a snap. We see kids now signing on with, uh, you know, media promotional uh, companies as well. 
Uh, it just seems so willy-nilly. How is that going to be regulated? Well, what's really fascinating and some of the things you don't think about are, for example, uh, in child custody cases, we're actually arguing one of nine enumerated rights that we never used to argue because we joked about your kid's not going to be Macaulay Culkin. But now your child can literally be a third-team you know, badminton player and um, somehow because of their social media presence, uh, can become a, a very massively marketable uh, UIL proponent. So we're seeing parents actually argue it over it. So as willy-nilly as it is, uh, it, it's become a situation that's arising in custody cases, which, as we know, 56% of people in the state of Texas get divorced. So you or your buddy uh, has certainly had this issue. Um, and now the kids are getting drug in the middle of it. And under the UIL, basically the colleges aren't allowed to approach uh, the children until the age of 18, but that doesn't stop the private consumer from hitting them early on. And with Bitcoin and the way these kids can navigate the cryptocurrency, we're seeing a lot of just, you know, kids becoming adults at a much younger age. You know, we all remember the dad in Little League that would stand behind the backstop and scream at his kid for swinging at bad pitches. And, you know, he always thought, well, my son's going to the big leagues. Because of what you said, do you think you're going to have parents now saying, look, you got to learn how to pop and lock on TikTok. This is where it's at. <laughs> yeah, I think that's, I mean, that's a great point. And, you know, the interesting part, too, is it's, it's creating parents finding loopholes for their kids to become employees and uh, do things to get them in universities. So I, I think you remember some of those situations that happened with uh, testing scores and, you know, swim, their kids be on swim teams and whatnot to get them in universities. Uh, this has become a whole nother segment of business that candidly, you know, the world is going to catch up to. It's way behind the eight ball, and kids are now uh, going to be in a position where if they pop and lock well, <laughs> they're going to get paid. <laughs> How have you uh, seen it, you know, with just because obviously you're in, you're there with the Friday Night Lights, the one of the hotbeds of uh, high school football there in the state of Texas, obviously, especially in the, the Metroplex. How have you seen it so far when, you know, let's say, you know, you got UT Austin and and A&M and whoever, they're coming to visit a kid. How much is that NIL discussed at this point in those recruiting trips? Yeah, so, I mean, obviously we're not privy to every single recruiting conversation that that occurs here in Texas, but I will say that um, we're seeing a lot more conversations specifically and litigation uh, transpiring because of it. So with respect to that, you know that it's coming up the pipe. Texas is still kind of slow to jump on the bandwagon, but, you know, you take a, key, you take a few key South Lake players out, Alito players out, and you send them up north for a second, you're going to have Texas look at that issue really quickly. So I think, I think sooner than later we're going to have a massive uh, UIL concert, or conversation which is going to turn into a federal issue. Um, but right now, I, I think, you know, we're just at the infancy stages of this. Um, but there is no question about marketing's already hitting. Uh, we've already seen just in Texas Christian University is our local uh, university around. We've already seen uh, businesses starting to look at these schools. And, 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 you know, candidly, the smaller the business, the more they're looking at the Instagram pages and looking at followers, as any intelligent business person would do. And, and so it's not necessarily athletic prowess that's going to make or break the UIL's contract. It's going to be a lot of other variable factors. We're with Justin Sizemore, an attorney in uh, Fort Worth, talking a little horn frogs. You know, it's when I think about 
some of these phenoms, like we all knew that Shaq and Garnett and LeBron, when these kids were high school sophomores, we knew that they were going to be pro. I remember out here in Oakland when Jason Kidd was 15, it was a consensus that he was going to be in the NBA. Everyone knew at 15. So now a 15-year-old is going to be pursued when it's that evident, and now you've got mom and dad uh, and and you know maybe dad is a uh, you know a farmer and and mom works at Target, so now they're going to need representation. So now, how do the agents or a guy like you, how do they step in? Well, and that's that that brings it back to the great question. When you get into a separation stage, uh, who has the right to to the service and earnings, and who has the right for legal representation for a child? That's a big. Those are big enumerated rights now that never used to matter. Um, and so as far as agencies concerned, the parental consent, the, the parents have to be unified in that decision-making. And technically under the UIL, they're not allowed to approach them before the age of majority, which is 18. Um, but, you know, to think that they're not approaching those kids and cultivating them earlier on, either with or without parental consent, is just an oversight for sure. So from an agency perspective, a long-winded way of answering your question, I think what you're going to see is uh, the agents having to go through, um, you know, conservators, uh, having to go through parents with um, guardianship or those rights, uh, and, and that will muddy the waters in and of itself. So you're going to have some court intervention that gets involved there from one parent trying to slow down this make-my-kid-a-commodity process that we're also worried about. I think one of the key words you mentioned, too, is the word employee, which can be a little bit nebulous and a few years ago remember the northwestern football team was going to do their own little uh, uh you know norma ray unionized moment and call themselves uh, employees out here in california there are a lot of strict laws where you know unpaid internships after a certain number of hours you are now an employee so when do we stop saying student athlete and start saying student employee well that that's a fantastic question and and even even a step further deeper layer to that onion is independent contractor versus employee because mm. in the state of Texas right if you want to work as an independent contractor and you pay your child uh, as an independent contractor to market quote your mattress firm or whatever your business is um, in the state of Texas as long as you don't direct their hours of operation you don't give them equipment and you don't tell them what they have to do they can technically be an independent contractor and now all of a sudden, you know, the, the purest form of independent contractors, a bunch of college students who want to get paid to dance on Instagram, they are independent contractors. So, <laughs> you know, we, I, I don't know the way the California laws work because I'm not licensed there, but, but in Texas that's, that's going to be something that certainly we're dealing with, and I, I know you guys will as well. The other thing is, too, uh, and you know about this and, and I don't, about signing a kid before he's 18, and how does that affect taxes and things like that? Yeah, so obviously, you know, from the from the IRS code, um, with respect to um, a child being declared independent, they're not going to be emancipated for independent purposes uh, under tax purpose for tax purposes. But once they hit that age of majority, um, you know, and, and and or they're working in the state of Texas as an employee, and let's say they get over that threshold age of eighteen. Um, you know, it's going to affect it the same way it affect anybody else. And, you know, if you have kids, I worked as a waiter when I was growing up. We had, you know, tax issues and all that. The, the whole question is going to be whether or not there's regulation from the NCAA on whether they can, businesses can be punished, private enterprises can be punished by an NCAA sanctioned group 
for them approaching children under the age of 18. That, that's where the regulation is going to be hyper-focused, in my opinion. As I, and that's why they say the NCAA loses its power because they can't possibly regulate. They don't have the resources. They don't have the, you know, the bandwidth to even come close to scratching the surface. So it's going to have to be from a governmental level, and, and I'm, I'm guessing that they're already starting to, to, to broach those subjects, but it's going to have to be from a governmental level. Last question for you. I, I know out in California we have, and I only know about them because of the, the hype, and, and that is a, a couple of, uh, I think, volleyball, not even basketball, volleyball players at Fresno State, the Cavender twins, Haley and, and Hannah, who are two of the biggest stars in the world on TikTok. They're, you know, they're both good-looking blonde girls, and no one even talks about bulldog volleyball. It's all, It's all... It's all it's all TikTok. So I kind of wonder, like, you know, taking this to maybe a, a perverted level, but do you think that we'll get to a point where you'll go to practice uh, with your team, your NCAA team, and then they'll allow you, you know, an hour per day to work on your TikTok moves? I mean, it's a good question. The other question, too, is whether these coaches are going to restrict their players uh, and take take initiative on their part. Uh, to, to avoid team distraction, um, you know, but you're, you're going to still have these teams that part of their, you know, approach, just like Nick Saban says, we're the best at this. You're going to have some teams that are some mediocre, you know, athletic programs come in and say, we're not going to micromanage your, your profiles the way these other places do. And they're going to create that last chance uni- university vibe, right? So, uh, you know, it, it, there's going to be a market for it. It's going to be, something that we're going to see very soon. Um, it's going to get cheated. Uh, the regulations from the perspective of NCAA are going to be weak at best. And then you're going to have the feds come in, is my feeling on the order of operations of things. I remember about eight years ago, I had Bob Stoops on the show, and I was asking him about social media with his players. And, and he said, I just tell them, you know, before you hit send, just don't, just don't hit send. But I, I kind of think <laughs> I kind of think it might be the other way around now. It's like, hey, when you get back to your dorm, make sure you hit send. <laughs> well, and I mean, it's name, image, and likeness, and you've all seen the brands. Like we have in Texas, we have this belt brand that you very clearly recognize the school based on this belt brand, and there's not a single monochrome or article on the uh, belt itself that shows that it's a, a TCU or a SMU or a UT. Uh, scenario, but you know that that's affiliated with that school. So how do they, where do they draw the line? You know, you're not allowed to put this stuff on jerseys, but you start wearing a color and now all of a sudden you just slap on all your sponsors on there. It's going to be a different ball game for sure. No doubt about it. Somebody who knows that is our guest, Justin Sizemore from the Sizemore Law Firm out of Fort Worth, Texas. Justin, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for your insights. Hey, thank you, my friend. Y'all take care. Have a great day. All right. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Byline.
Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. When you want to protect your IRA or 401k, don't trust it to just anyone's hands. It's your money. You earned it, and you deserve the best protection available. That's where Augusta Precious Metals comes in. We've provided gold and silver IRAs to thousands of Americans, including Joe Montana himself, the Hall of Fame quarterback. Augusta is trusted by all these people because we have a simple process requiring little more than a phone call to book an appointment for a one-on-one web conference on the benefits of buying gold inside your IRA. Our objective, to educate you on the economy and on the way Americans are using gold as an important part of their wealth protection plans. So do what Joe Montana did. Protect your IRA with gold and silver. Call Augusta Precious Metals right now. 800-251-0427. That's 800-251-0427. Yeah, we're not going to fall for a banana in the tailpipe. You're not going to fall for the banana in the tailpipe? <laughs> it should be more natural, brother. It should flow out like this. Look, man, I ain't falling for no banana in my tailpipe. Break. Tittle ate 200 chicken wings at your mama's house last night. Now, back to Fat Boy. Uh, thank you. Welcome back to the show. A couple minutes left. And uh, I just got some sad news from uh, the entertainment world. 
sorry to announce that uh, Mr. Alan Coulter has passed away at the age of 78. He was the uh, redheaded uh, show announcer for uh, Letterman for many, many years. And Letterman used to tease him, and he used to roll with it. He used to be in some of those sketches, and uh, sorry to hear that. By the way, why did the Raider game get delayed um, almost an hour with the um, lightning outside Sophie Stadium, SoFi Stadium. According to the NFL, <clears throat> the rule book, Rule 17, Article 4, the commissioner has full authority to determine whether or not can be delayed over weather. We saw that Goodell was at the game. So it was completely his call. And because of the open sides, it was deemed a safety risk. And fans were asked to exit their seats. Now, that's something you saw. The first thing I thought when I looked was, oh, my gosh, nobody's at the game. And I thought, no, no, it's a sellout. They're all going to get, they're getting snacks. But no, that they, they didn't say that, but they were actually asked to get up out of their seats and leave, thinking that lightning, and lightning can go sideways, but that lightning would go sideways and hit some of them. I don't know. I just, I remember... Um, the Colorado Springs minor league team in the Pioneer League, more than half their games had lightning delays. <laughs> Why would you want to live where it's lightning 24-7? I don't know. Thanks for tuning in. We will see you tomorrow at 9 a.m. Pack time. We don't have brain damage. (laughs) (laughs) Great way to end the show.